1: any entity any ideology that fails to recognize the worth the dignity the rights of man that state is obsolete a case to be filed under m for mankind in the twilight zone about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth freedom is the privilege
4: to be right freedom from the disasters of our mistakes
1: it's the heart that says i will not acquiesce across the gulf of space intellects
0: Vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious
1: eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything.
3: Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever you are listening and wherever you are listening. As we broadcast on the Fringe FM, worldwide, also on TalkStream Live and the Paranormal Radio app. And for a lot of you listening after the live broadcast, the date is January 11th into the 12th of 2022. We welcome you on all other podcast platforms where you can listen to The Secret Teachings. Just type in The Secret Teachings. And if you've been having trouble with the archive, it's because we moved the RSS feed and had some technical issues. So if you can't find the show on Apple or any other platform, just refresh your page, exit out of the app, and reopen it. Or you can just type in the name of the show again, The Secret Teachings, and you'll be able to find it. You can also find our weekend show TST Weekends on those applications and the free archives are on the website at thesecretteachings.info. Of course, you know that if you're not a subscriber, you can listen with all the advertisements. But if you become a subscriber, then you'll get the ad-free shows, plus all the old shows, the montages, and more. www.thesecretteachings.info is the website where you can subscribe to the show and also find our Patreon page and more including our P.O. box. Now we have a P.O. box where you can send us things in the mail. Maybe you want to send us a, uh, you know, a dead mouse or something like that wrapped in a swastika flag, like the movie, <laughs> uh, where that happened. Uh, what was that radio movie? You can send us uh, something like that. Uh, in all seriousness though, a lot of people ask me where they can send, uh, books or where they can send, uh, items that they've made for the show. You know, people have made little trinkets or little things, uh, Jonathan Fuller, a a listener of ours, um, has uh, generously uh, donated to to the show uh, uh, some alien masks and a couple of uh, little alien statues that I have here on the desk. So if you'd like to send us something, the P.O. Box is... I'll give you just a moment to process that. Write it down. The P.O. Box is 85723 Tucson, Arizona. That's P.O. Box 85723. 85723 Tucson, Arizona. And you'll also want to include this number after Tucson, Arizona, 85754. That's 85754-5723. Or you can just go to the website, click on the About page Contact, and you'll see our phone number for the show. And you'll see the PO box listed there as well. Again, we are live tonight, Tuesday into Wednesday, the 11th into the 12th of 2022. The phone number is 520-367-2064. Maybe you'd like to call in. Maybe you would just like to listen. Tonight's show is going to be a little bit different than our normal week-to-week broadcast. It's going to be a little bit different because although I intended to be serious, it's going to be, I think, a little bit comical, but only for those of you who have the context already of what we're going to be discussing. And what we're going to be discussing tonight is the art of the con. I've come up with so many different names for this show topic. I've I've done multi-part shows called The Lord of the Lies, where we've talked about uh, an individual named David Wilcock in particular. We've done shows we've called uh, Contagion. We've done shows uh, that relate to uh, a number of different individuals. And what I struggle more and more every day to really classify or identify, I don't really know exactly where some of these people are coming from i don't know if they're trying to incorporate their you know i guess their interests into a specific uh line of thought where they just kind of combine it's like writing tags for a post or when you publish a video they just think if they can put every tag every buzzword into the video, even if it has nothing to do with what the video is about or the audio is about, then they'll get hits. You know, That's the clever way to really rip off an audience. And that doesn't really cost the audience money, but when you're selling these ideas to people, whether it's UFOs or it's fake medical products, you can make a lot of money off of a lot of really naive and sadly, unfortunately, a lot of people that are Maybe down on their luck. A lot of people that are kind of poor. A lot of people that are desperate, in need of something to believe. And maybe they don't find it in a traditional religion or a traditional cult. But there are plenty of cults to choose from. And the best cults will try to convince you that they're not cults. And that is something you can actually find uh, on one of probably the biggest UFO cults out there. If you go to their website spherebeanalliance.com That's the Sphere com, the official website of the Secret Space Program. It's not so secret, I guess. Corey Good presents the Sphere Bean a uh, Sphere Bean. That's sphere, you know, like the opposite of the earth. Bean B-E-I-N-G alliance.com. I'm encouraging you to go to the Sphere Bean Alliance website tonight. Give Corey Good some hits. He's got some financial problems trying to sue all of the people that question his story. And you can just read on there uh, what the blue avians, these blue chicken birds, told him. Uh, They told him to be very, very cautious about what he is telling the public because it's not meant to be a religious movement and Corey is not meant to be a guru. And uh, anybody who, it says on the website, anybody who espouses these ideas should be disbelieved. Should be held accountable. It says, "quote unquote," held accountable, including Corey. So I just thought, you know, based on what the Sphere Bean Alliance website says, I thought we would just go ahead and hold Corey Good to the uh, the warning of the blue avians, or what I call the blue rooster robot chicken things, or hens, or whatever you want to call them. And I also thought it was interesting looking at Corey Good's website here. We haven't done a lot of Corey Good shows, mostly David Wilcock, because we've had a personal beef with him. Uh, And maybe I should give you that story real quick. I went to a conference. I saw David Wilcock. Didn't have much of a personal view on David Wilcock. And then I saw him get really angry, like multiple personalities, talking to the audience, yelling at people, and then switching back and then yelling at people. And you see him do this in his videos now all the time yelling at his wife and then pretending like he didn't and he's just playing around. Now they're getting a divorce. You can see why. You know, I'm not happy about that. I don't know what their relationship is, but his wife, the Amazonian warrior, princess, goddess, Artemis, Diana, whatever she names herself, uh, I see. I saw him you know, yell at this woman uh, dozens of times on video, so I can't imagine what it's like behind the scenes. But I saw him do this at a conference and I called him out and I guess his minions found my show and sent it to him and then he wrote... This whole article on what I said was, based on my interpretation and experience, him having a large ego. And he wrote a very large article about how he doesn't have a large ego, which I didn't even see. Somebody sent that to me, and they're like, weren't you just saying this on, on air? And he like specifically said, I don't have a huge ego, and you just said he had a huge ego on last night's show. He felt the need to write this <laughs> this defensive paper on, on what you said about him last night. And then at that point I was like, okay, this guy and other people are paying attention to what I'm saying and they must be threatened by it. So I started to investigate more and more. And then we, uh, we did a number of shows on people like David Wilcock. We talked, uh, with Joe from the Carolinas when he used to do radio, we've talked with Stephen Camby and before, you know, people like Stephen Camby and a lot of other people on YouTube, including the, uh, the late Kev Baker, our good friend Kev Baker from the Kev Baker Show, who passed away recently, Kev Baker was was very ardent about this. He was he told me so many times. Uh, he just he's like, man, I just can't stand these people. They just make a mockery of everything that already has such a difficult time obtaining any kind of acceptance as a as a as a serious field of research. It's it's disgusting, and it's funny. He said that because I just heard Stephen Cambion on a recent. A broadcast of his Truth Seekers show on YouTube, and he was basically saying the same thing. He was t- he did a show called Disclosure for Dollars, and he was talking about he's like he's like he he just started like yelling. You know, Stephen Camby doesn't do that very much, and he's like, man, I just can't stand these people. They just go just go away, you know. <laughs> and that's how I feel. I just just go away. Stop making this so difficult. It's just it's disgusting the way that they prey on people that you could consider innocent or people that are poor or people that want to believe or people that just are they're, they They just don't have the context. And, you know, I think that's one of the major problems in the field of ufology in particular. In fact, you know, before tonight's show, I, I'd spent most of the day yesterday kind of recovering o, over the weekend. I got really severe food poisoning. It was definitely food poisoning. And I, uh, I vomited and uh, had a lot of abdominal pains. And it took me like 36 hours to get over this thing. And today was the first day I had a chance to really relax without feeling you know, sick. So I watched some ancient aliens for the first time in a long time. And I, I sat there and I looked at some of, these, some of these presenters on ancient aliens. And I thought, you know what? It's like, I like Linda Moulton Howe. And she's one of the few people I haven't interviewed, and I'd like to interview her at some, at some point. And I watched her, and I thought, you know, I, I, I trust Linda. I think Linda has been, for a very long time, a superb researcher. And now she gets called out because of that picture she posted about some insider and some guy said he took a picture of a gray alien on the moon, and it turned out to be from the video game Area 51, which I actually used to play. I actually have a copy of that game with that alien on the front. And uh, they use that to kind of discredit everything else Linda has done. And I think that's wrong. And I also think that people like Linda, who are a lot older and who have done this, you know, for the majority of their lives, or at least their professional lives, they, they've investigated uh, bizarre phenomena, crop circles, UFOs, etc. That maybe they're not up to date as much on technology. I mean, I'm not up to date on technology. I, I, I don't even know how to use most you know, most things on the internet, I'm, I do things very antiquated. So, you know, someone like Linda, I can't speak for Linda, but I feel like people like Linda, they, you know, they might have fallen for a story here or there. But the thing is, I don't think that they're up to date on the technology. And I don't think that they're all bad people. I don't think that they're all trying to scam you and trying to rip you off. But I do think that there are those who are trying to be the new. Linda's and trying to be the new Art Bell's and trying to be the new Jim Mars and you know you're never going to be that you're never going to be the next Jim Mars you're never going to be the next Art Bell you're never going to be the next you know Linda Moulton Howe those were single individuals they were unique individuals and uh, you're a unique individual I I'm not trying to be uh, anybody here on the secret teachings I'm Ryan Gable and that's it and I, and I hope that none of you aspire to be me. Or, to be uh, anybody else in 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 this field of research, and I think some people are trying to replace those names they they know that people are getting older and and, and also people like kev Baker kev Baker wasn 't even that old. kev Baker was in his mid forties he passed away, and there are a lot of people that are much older than kev Baker that are on death 's door, and they have been big names in the uFO community for a long time, and now you have a lot of people trying to usurp. That, that lifetime of work and replace it with endless Airy 51 video game pictures of gray aliens because it's just easier to make things up because you don't ever need to prove the stories. You can just constantly and consistently regurgitate nonsense. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to provide evidence of it. And the best thing is when people say, can I see some evidence? Can I see some pictures? Can you bring me like a blue chicken feather? Can you show me something? They call you a charlatan. They call you a con artist. They call you dangerous. They say that you are the problem. You are the reason that we don't have disclosure. Just horrible gaslighting. Just a disgusting psychological attack on an individual who asks a reasonable question. Can I see some proof of that, please? And, you know, if you want to tell a story, tell a story. But when you're making money off of that and when you're selling, you know, products and I, and, and ideas and you're profiting from that, and, and not just a little bit of profit, immense amounts of profit, tens of thousands of dollars to speak at conferences and sign books and, you know, and God knows what else. And you're making all that money and, and, and you're selling people a lie. You know, it's one thing if you present it as fiction, but to present it as real, I mean, that has to be some kind of consumer fraud. There has to be some serious illegality to what a lot of these people are doing. And, you know, the thing that really disturbs me is not so much what they're doing, but it's so many people that, that just literally and figuratively buy it. You know, I've been to so many conferences. I've done radio for a very, very long time. I've, been on, I've done radio for like 12 years now, and I've done it professionally for about six. And I've been, I mean, you you name a person, I've met them, I've interviewed them, you know, minus a few. And not because I couldn't, I just never reached out. And uh, I've, um, I've experienced and I've seen things behind the scenes that I've openly talked about on this show, and it has gotten me blacklisted I've been blackballed from conferences, from radio shows, uh, from individuals' vocabulary. People claim they don't even know me when they know very well who I am. I mean, for example, that uh, that guy that was working at the Smoothie King, Jordan Sather. I think he does a podcast now called Conspiracy Analytica. You know, it was dismantling the illusion, right? Uh, Like three years ago, my co-host Jack. He sent an email to Jordan Sather and said, "Would you like to come on the Secret Teachings?" This was before I knew who Jordan was. One of uh, Corey Good's kids, not his biological kid, or maybe he is. He's just one of the the people that Corey Good schooled in his little cult. And uh, you know, I we were like, "Yeah, we'll have Jordan Sather." And Jordan Sather sent us an email back. He's like, "Sure, you have a great lineup of guests. I'd love to come on the show." And then uh, it didn't transpire. And we met Jordan Sather at Contact in the Desert. Not too long after that, and Jordan Sather didn't have a pass to get into the David Wilcock talk. And I was in there, and I had my press pass, and I saw Jordan Sather, and I thought, hey, this is an opportunity to network. And I went out, and I said, Jordan, would you like to come in and see the Wilcock talk? And uh, he, he kind of looked at me strange. I remember this very vividly. Looked at me kind of strange, and he's like, um, yeah, I, I guess so. So I brought him into the Wilcock talk, and I told security he he can just be with me in the secret teachings, and they let him in. And he just gave me this weird look, and then and then I walked away. And then within like a year of that, back in 2018, within a year of that, Sather became a presenter at Contact. Now he didn't even have a press pass the year before. Suddenly he became a presenter, and he's in with David Wilcock, and he's got this cult following behind him. And I always thought that was suspicious, especially when. I confronted him at the next contact in the desert, as many of you, I think, famously remember. And we recorded this audio with Emory Smith claiming that Jordan Sather was a doxer that doxed him and a number of other people. And when I addressed Jordan Sather at that event, he claims that I, well, he implied that I attacked him. He claims that I was harassing him for asking him that question and for for basically asking um how different is the alliance and the deep state from heaven and hell? How different is this from the typical, uh, you know, archetypical notion of good and evil and god and the devil and and angels and demons? How is that any different? And can you explain that to me? And he claims that I attacked him and then he claimed he didn't even know who I was, which is interesting because I have a video of me going up to Jimmy Church who I had been on Dark Matter Radio with. Talking to Jimmy Church and saying, "Jimmy, there's been some bad, you know, blood between us, and I just wanted to shake your hand and say everything is good," and I was trying to be sincere. And Jimmy Church was like, "Man, I, I just can't remember. I don't, I don't think I know who you are. Don't know who you are," which is even weirder because that weekend of the event, I had uh, went to. I actually after the event, I went to Las Vegas with a friend of mine, and we were in the hotel. And uh, she went downstairs to to play like blackjack or something. And I'm listening to the radio upstairs and somebody sent me an episode of Fade to Black where somebody called in the show, several people called in the show and were asking him about Ryan Gable and about Emory Smith. And Jimmy Church claimed even after that, he never heard my name, which is really scummy. Don't you think that, you know, don't you think that someone just, you could at least acknowledge like, yeah, I've heard of the person. But these are two guys, Jimmy Church, who peddles this nonsense constantly for profit, and Jordan Sather, who kind of you know, kicked himself and, and, and shot himself in the foot uh, for attacking the hands that fed him. These people claim they didn't know who I was because I've asked public questions about the legitimacy of their work, which, which also kind of demonstrates that I had a reason you know, to ask those questions about the kind of things that they do. And, and this makes me think that people... You know, across the board, people like Jimmy Church, people like Jordan Sather, Corey Good, David Wilcock, and all these other hacks, these people are in it for the cash. They're in it for the fame. And in some cases, they're in it for the women. You should see the women at some of these contact-like conferences. And I'm not saying contact's a bad conference. I love contact in the desert. I'm saying you should see the women at some of these places. They look like strippers. In fact, At one conference I went to, there really were strippers there. There were strippers and low-level porn stars who were at the conference, who were at the event, wandering around, hanging off of the guys. And I always wondered, why don't the strippers and the porn stars hang off of me? Am I that ugly? Am I that gross? And then I see them with people like Jimmy Church, and I wonder, huh, it's not because I'm ugly and gross. It's because I don't have a giant wallet in my pants. Because that's what they're actually after. That, and of course, the fame and attention, because, you know, other than being a financial whore, they're also attention whores and they got to build up that image. Look at me. I'm hanging out with XYZ. I'm hanging out with this person or that person. And that, just that to me is really disgusting. I don't know how anybody can take these people seriously. I think that it is an abomination. I think that it is, uh, it is grotesque. And I think it's an insult. So, no matter what you think of the secret teachings, no matter what you think of me, especially for covering this topic tonight, my big, 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 big concern is a personal one. I'll admit it. It's one of ego. It's my ego. I don't like preparing radio shows, interviewing guests, writing books, and meticulously to the point of being so overexhausted. That I can't sleep sometimes, or because, you know, having headaches and neck pains just because I strain myself physically and mentally to make sure I have information accurate and in line so I know exactly what I'm going to cover and I present the information in an accurate and in a very palpable way. Just, just, I, I, and then I get people like this that come along and, and, and destroy that. And that bothers me. You know, it's like legitimate, honest research. And I know other people, other people too. You know, for example, Jim Mars, I know for a fact that a lot of these people didn't really like Jim Mars. Why? Because he was an honest guy. I saw Stephen Greer clear Jim Mars's stuff off the table at a conference and was like, nah, my stuff's going here now, just pushed everything to the side so he could sell the audience some bullshit, serious documentary, you know, with some fake alien that they found in what, South America or something, just total garbage, total nonsense, but you see, this isn't all new stuff. And in fact, uh, Manly Hall, Manly Palmer Hall, one of my favorite authors, he wrote a little book called Words to the Wise. And he had a section in it where he talked about uh, con artists and and, and charlatans. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that tonight as well. But we got a lot more to get into. We're going to talk about David Wilcox's spiritual healing and empowerment charity. We have his 990EZ tax form we got from Stephen Cambion Uh, we also have uh, a new update from Corey Good we're going to play that 9 minute video and dissect it and we have some information on Billy Carson as well a whole bunch con artists tonight as we expose the art of the con right here on the Secret Teachings radio show there's a lot more after this so don't go anywhere stay with us and we'll be back The music tonight, White Bad Audio. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. And and yes, for those of you wondering, was I sick because the cabal launched an assault on me? Yes, I I was sick because the cabal attacked me. And tonight I am here to expose the cabal. And maybe we can, you know, free free some of those kids from this uh, sex trafficking and we can... We can learn something from the blue alien robot chicken hens. But only after break. We'll be right back. It's the month of Janus and the year of the tiger 2022. Here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
4: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings?
3: I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? So, yes, 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 it's true. I was attacked by the cabal over the weekend. They made me very sick. I threw up for several hours. Uh, You know, those cabal attacks can be a bitch, especially when you're Emery Smith and you drink too much and you pass out and you have to go to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. You know, that's really, really tough. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Uh, I actually had food poisoning over the weekend, so that's why we didn't have a show Monday. I did feel good enough to watch some ancient aliens earlier today, and I, I sat there and I watched it and I thought there's so many of these people that are and some of them have been very legitimate, honest researchers, uh, compilers of information for a long time, authors, uh, personalities in the radio world. And, you know, a lot of them became famous because of Art Bell and other radio. And now uh, they're getting older. And uh, maybe their research is slipping or it's because of the internet, you know, stories and information can spread so quickly. And it's hard to fact check every little detail. And you don't have to send, you know, uh, you know a check into a radio show now to get like a VHS tape or to get some kind of CD. It's just everything's done digitally. It's rapid pace. It's quick. And I don't think a lot of these, these uh, researchers can, all of them can keep up. Uh, and and it's not like a shot at older people because I myself I can't keep up with it I I don't know how to work uh, you know a lot of technical things I have technical problems all the time and I'll admit half of it's my fault but I think that there are people who are who also using they're, they're using the the inability of the older generation to utilize these technologies to obscure them and to circumvent them and to replace them as the new authorities on UFOs or you know, alien abductions or whatever, whatever the hot topic is, which now the hot topic is Ascension. Everybody's an Ascension expert. And, and, and I just can't help but thinking in, in 20 years, like, like I'll give you an example. Uh, tonight in the chat, we have, uh, there's a post here from uh, Halloween. Michael uh, posted this from Troubled Minds. And uh, this was back during Halloween 2021. And it has the top 13 paranormal stations. And the Fringe FM is listed number four. Number two is Art Bell U7 Radio. Number five is Art Bell Pine Radio. Number six is Art Bell Day Radio. So three of the top five paranormal shows in 2021 were Art Bell. Other than that, you had KGRA, Dark Matter, and the Fringe FM. And the Fringe FM was four out of 13 of those radio stations. Now, what that tells you is Art Bell is iconic. Even if Art Bell gave a lot of time to a lot of kooks. But you, you, you'd be hard-pressed, I, I think, to, to find any radio show that comes close to that. today. So you have people trying to imitate it. You have people trying to replace it. But nobody's even close to it. So in, in, in 15, 20 years, is anybody going to look back on 2010, 2015, 2020, you know, except for that Heather Wade crap, and they're going to say, wow, that was an incredible show. And you're going to have like Jimmy Church... At, at number two, when Jimmy Church passes away and fade to black, fades into obscurity, is that going to be like Jimmy Church radio, you know, F2B pine radio? Is that going to be in the top 10, the top 15 of anything? It's just, there's no substance in this stuff anymore. And Art Bell had a lot of substance. He was a professional, but Art Bell was all about drama. And I think a lot of people forget that. And a lot of people are interested in that because that was their childhood. That was their, their young adulthood. That was what they used to listen to. I mean, that started this whole field of radio with just a small handful of others. And this line of investigation and research into the unknown and the unexplained and trying to figure it out, people like Jordan Maxwell, they've been doing this their entire lives, much longer than you know, Art Bell had radio, radio show for. So I just don't think you're going to be able to look back at this time and find that kind of radio. And that's, that's a little bit saddening to me. And I'm not trying to be that radio. I want people to look back in 20 years and think, oh, The Secret Teachings, that was a different kind of radio show. That that was a unique kind of radio show. Uh, Ryan did something that is kind of rare in radio. He was pretty transparent about his, his views and his life, and he was honest all the time about what he said and what he did. He just told people, and when they asked for proof, he showed them the proof. He showed them the evidence. If you want to see copies of... Jordan say there's audio and pictures and, and emails of him lying about who we were and didn't know. I can show that to you. you want to see Jimmy church denying who I am to my face. I got a video of it. You know, I can show you the proof of it. I also have David Wilcox, 99 easy short form return for his charitable foundation. This is courtesy of Stephen Cambian from truth seekers on YouTube. This is his 2020 tax return. And I want to address Something about his tax return. I find it interesting. He made $20,183, he reported, through the Wilcox Spiritual Healing and Empowerment Group, Foundation, con, you know, group, whatever you want to call it. $20,183. He spent virtually every single cent of that on other expenses. Not on salaries, not on benefits paid for members, not on uh, professional fees or payments, just uh, like 2000 on that. Uh, not even on occupancy or rent, uh, publications, posting, shipping, printing, nothing. Other expenses. Just obscure, totally you know vague. $18,955. They spent so much money on other expenses, according to their 990, that they had to take money from the last year's profit to pay for it, just over $1,200, because they, they spent more than they actually received in donations to their charity. And I don't care if someone runs a charity. I don't care if someone makes $100,000 a day. As far as I'm concerned, you're making a bunch of money. Keep your money, unless you're earning it illegitimately, unless you're defrauding people, unless you're ripping people off, unless you're scamming people, unless you're conning people, then no, you don't get to keep the money you would need to be investigated and exposed for the criminal, the liar, the scumbag that you are. But I find it interesting that even if you made $20,000, $20,000. Yes, and, and Derek the Night Stalker in the chat room said that sounds like a rapper's expenses before weed was legal. Yeah, that's, it's other expenses, $18,000. We don't know where that came from. Just brush over that. But you know what? It's even more interesting that apparently you can collect $20,000 183 to be exact $20,183 and according to part number 4 of the 990 David Wilcock the president of the foundation and Elizabeth Wilcock or Beth Wilcock the secretary of the foundation which is the Wilcock Spiritual Healing and Empowerment Foundation do you know how many hours these people worked in order to acquire this 20,000 plus dollars David Wilcock. Well, let me tell you, Elizabeth Firth. First, Elizabeth Wilcock worked thirty hours a week. So you know that's 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 a hefty work week. Okay, she at least put in thirty hours of work. We'll give her that for the twenty thousand dollars in donations. That doesn't account for the TV deals, the conferences, the, the the scam videos that they force people to pay for to get the secret information, the, the ascension mysteries, the spiritual healing key bullshit stuff that they sell, the contact with the archangel Michael. Which is one of the most, uh, you know, disgusting, degrading, sacrilegious things I've ever seen. He's in contact with the angel, Mike, uh, Archangel Michael. Sure, he is. David Wilcock, on the other hand, according to his nine ninety, worked ten hours a week. David Wilcock made twenty thousand one hundred and eighty-three dollars just from his charity, his foundation, and he worked ten hours a week. Do you know what that? accumulates to or reduces down to this man made roughly $40 an hour doing nothing for a whole year and collected $20,183. When I did my contract for the place that I live now, I had to provide proof of income. I provided proof of income through my PayPal statement. Do you know how much money the secret teachings makes in a year? With subscriptions, with books, and with the few people that donate outright, I made just under $15,000 last year. That sounds like poverty, doesn't it? That's because it is. And I somehow find a way to live on it. And I somehow am really at heart okay with it because I know that I can sleep at night. And I know that my teeth are real. And I know that my hair is real. And I know that I'm a real person. So I can sleep at night. All right? I don't claim to run a charity, work 10 hours a week, and do no charitable work. Now, maybe Elizabeth Wilcock was doing most of the charity work. She worked 30 hours a week, according to the Spiritual Healing Foundation of the Wilcox 990 form. And it also has this, this section in it, which Stephen Cambian pointed this out to, to me and to his whole audience over on YouTube. They have a list of all their other expenses. So let's see what some of those other expenses were. And it's funny that some of these other expenses should have been included in like some of the, like what the, what is it like lines? Uh, they have an expense, you know, part of the nine ninety, 90, which is where it says other expenses, $18,955. And I feel like some of these expenses should have been listed there, but they listed all of them here on the back, charitable contributions of $20,000 and some change charitable contributions amounted to $7,026. So that means around $13,000 was spent on a charity that did $7,026 worth of charitable work, according to their tax records. I don't know how that works out, but that sounds like they're underwater. But it gets even better because if you look back in the previous two years of what they've earned, they've earned a lot more than $20,000 if you look back on 2020 and 2019, oh boy, they made a lot more money than that. And how did they make this money? Were they out feeding the whales and were they out, you know, taking care of the snails and petting the kitty cats and the puppy dogs? No, they were at their giant mansion in Colorado making videos of David Wilcox's fake teeth, unable to get the audio feeds to work. In 2018, they made $94,000 off of this charity. The next year, people caught on, and they only made $36,631. In 2020, they made $20,183. That's this form. That's this return, meaning that every year, they've made less and less money since the foundation became a foundation. Why? Because it's a scam And because people are finding out that it's a scam and they're not donating. This tells us that a very, very small number of people support them. And the people that support them have a lot of money. So the people that originally supported them gave them a lot of money. And now they don't have all that consistent support. That's at least what it tells me. That means in three years, we don't know what 2021 held for the Wilcox except now they're getting a divorce. And I don't know if that's you know financial or whatever the reason is. But from 2018 to 2021, they made $149,814. Working 10 hours a week? You made $149,814 10 hours a week. Somebody do the math for me, please. You made about $150,000 working 10 hours a week. Okay, unless you're like a drug dealer or you're a rapper or you're a, a porno actor who does like three scenes a day then lunch and then a and then a blowjob scene, you're not making $149,000 in over a 2 to 3 year period working 10 hours a week, all right? So there's something shady going on. The Wilcock Foundation there's there's something there's something odd going on here. Plus What are these other expenses here? They don't have a location. It says explicitly right here, they paid no money. There's no money for occupancy, rent, utilities, or maintenance. No money, they said they paid in occupancy, rent, or utilities, or maintenance. None. So explain to me how they factor in they spent $18,955 on other expenses and then list as their other expenses $293 Two hundred and ninety-three dollars for utilities. You know, it's little discrepancies like that where you can get a copy of this, the nine ninety, from the Wilcox Spiritual Healing and Empowerment. Charity Foundation, whatever you'd like to call it. It's little things like that. If you just read this, you'd realize if they're gonna be that dishonest on a public tax form, just imagine how dishonest they're being when there aren't legal ramifications, when they can't be investigated by the IRS. This is the one, one of the few times in my life where I've been supportive of the Internal Revenue Service. I want the IRS to audit the shit out of David Wilcock. And, and this needs to be investigated. These people are criminals. They are committing consumer fraud. They are ripping people off. Conning people, scamming people, defrauding people, and this needs to stop. And I'm glad to see that their charitable donations have went from ninety four thousand down to twenty something thousand dollars in three years because people realized it's a scam. And even if it, even if it's hundred bucks, even if because of this show, a hundred dollars didn't make it into their bank account to pay for his teeth whitening or to pay for his you know you know uh, hairline or to pay for his uh, you know, new Elvis or Las Vegas shirt. If $100 bucks did not make it into that con artist's bank account to put gas into his fancy sports car, I did my job. And I'm sure that the few people who also talk about this, the dark journalist and Stephen Cambion and C.W. Chanter, I hope that these people feel the same way. Kev Baker, God rest his soul, I hope he feels the same way. I know he felt the same way when he was alive. I know that these people are happy, Just getting one person to realize, wow, I got ripped off by David Wilcock. I'm not going to do that again. And I'll be honest with you. There's some people who co-host this radio show who used to be David Wilcock fans. I used to listen to David Wilcock. You know, before he met with the, what did he call the underground priestess? And the underground priestess, in his own words, told him, if you want to be liked, you need to be really nice on stage to people. If you want to be successful and famous, you got to be real nice. That's a good piece of advice, but what do you mean you got that piece of advice from an underground priestess? What does that even mean? And I don't even have time to go through and play all the audio clips tonight. I need a I need a a 12-hour David Icke presentation to break this stuff down. I actually had to dig out I had to dig out my hard drive today to fi- to find all this. And I found uh, my 2019 contact in the desert file. I found uh, I found a bunch of stuff. Old pictures, videos, audio files. I've got the whole Heather Wade collection here. Uh, oh, oh my god, I got a bunch of these. I got a whole Heather Wade collection for you of audio when she was on L and M, and then got mad because my show was there, and so they booted me off to replace me with Heather Wade, and then were you know stunned when Heather Wade had a mental breakdown and left, and they were like, "Ryan, can you come back? We didn't mean it." And I got the whole L. I got a whole L and M file right here. I got a whole th- thing a. Michael Vera and a whole thing of uh, the Neelys, those con artists, the Neelys. i got a whole thing, of all the audio files, all of it right here. So I had to dig that out today. But one other thing I dug out was a book called Words to the Wise. I like Manley Palmer Hall, and I like a lot of the things that he writes. Virtually everything. I like almost everything this, this man has written. I, I can't say I disagree with any of it, but I, I enjoy most of what he's written. And he wrote in this book, if you've ever uh, seen a copy of this book, Words to the Wise, grab a copy of it. It's a good book. And he wrote about cult affiliations. I want to read you these cult affiliations as per his lifetime of research and experience. And then I'd like to apply them to David Wilcock and Corey Good and all these other con artists. We're going to go into Corey Good in a moment. Number one of six, an emotional person who takes advanced lessons from some occult teacher who claims to be a master, enjoys a neuropsychic thrill at the thought of being so close to a mahatma and mistakes these jitters for a high degree of spiritual vibration. Romantic inclinations and hero worship are also factors in this form of illumination. I mean, that pretty much sums up David Wilcott, Corey Good, Emory Smith, and the whole line of con artists and a, and a whole bunch of them that, you know, I don't even have the time to follow these people anymore, but Corey Good is still out there making predictions, getting briefings. i am going to tell you about that tonight as well. None of the predictions come true. None of the briefings are, you know, relevant to reality. It doesn't stop people from donating. Number two, at the present time, there's an exceptional choice in your, uh, and your selection of cults and groupings claiming to be the one and only inspired source of perfect wisdom and complete understanding. It naturally follows that when some benighted mortal falls under the influence of such absurd pretenses, he is almost certain to feel that he participates in a high and exclusive consciousness. The pleasant sense of these feelings often passes for illumination. Oh, well, that sounds like well, the first one sounds like Cory Good, the hero worship, the romantization of the secret space program and the sphere being alliance. And then, of course, people that believe they're in some exclusive group. You know, the people that believe in the Wilcock ascension prophecies of Edgar Casey or whatever the crap is that he's selling, and the Corey Good crap about uh, how his group is the only group. Don't listen to the other con artists. He's the only con artist that matters. You know, it says that on his website. Then there's the special formula illuminate. He is the type who has paid exorbitant amounts of money for metaphysical catchphrases and formulas. Oh, to like ascension and love and light, you know, that kind of crap, which he uses as aids when going into the silence or as a means of producing auto-hypnosis. You know, your, your fake little mantras. Such a person may have a few mild psychic experiences or think that he has so he rests upon his laurels and discusses illumination in a personal and authoritative sort of way uh, that pretty much sums up virtually uh 75% of all the people that go to these kinds of conferences everybody's a healer everybody's a shaman everybody's an experiencer everybody's got something they want to share which is great you got a story you want to share share it but you know at least let's keep it realistic even if it's unrealistic let's try to keep it realistic in the sense that when you're talking to people about it let's at least try to present it in a way where it doesn't make other people who have actually had experiences sound dumb because that's what you're doing number four the initiate illuminate who has taken various degrees in some utterly worthless secret society and is completely intoxicated by the realization of his own importance he's also able to access esoteric documents which have nothing of any importance in them and feels with all due modesty that he is entitled to regard himself as almost an adept. Yeah, the Akashic Record. Let me get into the Akashic Record for you and sell you a bunch of bullshit that you can feel good about yourself for, and then you can pay me some more money and I'll tell you some more bullshit, and then you can be enlightened and feel really good about yourself, pay me some more money. That's pretty much the the circle jerk. That these people, these con artists run. Number five, the next step is the misinformation illuminant. Ooh, boy, there's a lot of these. His consciousness is completely overwhelmed by the cosmic truths. Really, well, that's actually what they call it. David Wilcott calls it the cosmic, uh, well, they call this, the Sphere Bean Alliance from Corey Goode. Dave Wilcott calls it cosmic disclosure. Well, doesn't that just, I mean, Manly Hall wrote this book. This was copywritten in 1964. <laughs> (laughs) He called it cosmic truths, which have been imparted to him by some metaphysical scallywag. He will tell you in the most odd sotovos that only his prayers are preventing the next world war, or that if it were not for him and other contrite souls, California would slip into the Pacific Ocean. He may also pass on the privileged few the important spiritual fact that archangels always part their hair in the center. Oh, well, I think Dave Wilcox, he's actually doing that. He's got the archangel hair, and if you go to his website, thedivinecon.com or divinecosmos.com, go check it out. He's literally on there telling people that he is in contact with saints, and the saints are going to teach him how to levitate, and there's a picture of him levitating on his website. And then he's got uh, his cosmic... what was it called, the, the, the Cosmic uh, the Disclosure Project Scam Ascension Mystery School b- bullshit that he's working on. And uh, he'd charge people a lot of money to, to get into that thing, to watch those videos. Same stuff he tells you on his six-hour YouTube videos. And uh, what is he doing? He's literally selling like a book about his communication with, with archangels. And, and he literally calls it Divine Cosmos. Or cosmic disclosure, which is verbatim, essentially, what Manley Hall said that these misinformation illuminates do. Uh, the, the people are overwhelmed by, quote, cosmic truths, which have been imparted to them by some metaphysical scallywag, in this case, not metaphysical scallywags, in this case, disclosure from briefings and insiders. do you find that a little bit interesting? 1964, Manley Hall wrote that, or at least that was Copywritten in 1964. He probably wrote it a little bit before that. And it's the same thing we can apply to these people today. It's the same kind of scam, the same kind of con, the same kind of uh, ripoff. And, you know, we've talked a lot about David Wilcock on this show. How about Corey Good? How about Corey Good and his Sphere Bean Alliance? How about Corey Good's Sphere Bean Alliance.com, where he's talking about the blue avians and the warning message they have for mankind? Here's the warning message. They made it very clear that the information was not to become a cult or religious movement, nor was Corey to put himself before the message or elevate himself to a guru status. Anyone who does so should be avoided and held accountable, including Corey. Good. Then withdraw your lawsuits against the people that are saying, where's the proof and where's the evidence? Stop sending out court documents or legal documents claiming that you have a right to shut people up because you own this story. Stop telling people that you you own the secret space program. He tried to trademark the terminology secret space program. How do you trademark something that is a secret government project? That's like somebody trying to patent the Pentagon, or they're trying to like trademark the White House so nobody can use it again. Really, a, a wonderful light worker, Corey Good is. But hey, the Blue Chicken said that that wasn't his. He's not supposed to be a guru. He only acts like a guru. You know, at conferences, he'll he'll sit in a chair, and then he'll get up and he'll wave his hand and talk in that NPR-like voice, real innocent, real sweet. People cheer for him like he's a rock star. It's not a religious movement, though. It's not a cult. How dare you say those things? I mean, if you're saying that on your website, that this is a warning, maybe this is some kind of like subconscious legal warning, like this protects him from being sued for ripping people off where he's like, well, I told you I'm not intending to be a a con artist. I'm not intending to to run a cult. I'm not intending to make people drink Kool-Aid. I'm not intending to rip people off, but I mean, that's really what we're doing. Oh it's also funny because he's got a he's got a I didn't even, I didn't know this. He's got a store on his website where he can he's selling the uh the blue chicken uh robot uh Sphere Bean Alliance logo. I guess they they have a logo that he also I'm sure has trademarked or patented or whatever. I don't know where this logo comes from, but he's got that thing uh on coffee mugs and hats and keychains and you know, flasks. You can get a flask with the Sphere Bean Alliance logo on it apparently. You get a cozy for your for your beer can, you can get notebooks so you can take notes about Corey Good's ridiculous stories. There's even a dartboard. There's uh, uh, coasters and tote bags, and you get an apron. So you can be just like David Wilcock and Jay Z Knight and James Gilland and get enlightenment when you're in the kitchen, which all three of them claim they obtained enlightenment in the kitchen. And Jordan Say, their number four, claimed that he obtained enlightenment while working at a Smoothie King. Otherwise, how did Jordan they become who Jordan say is in the so-called UFO conspiracy community? Working at Smoothie King one day, Ryan Gable's letting him into conferences, and the next day he's talking at the conferences and he ain't making smoothies anymore. I guess you make a lot more than smoothies when you're working at Smoothie King. You make contact with the Sphere Bean Alliance. And you can get an apron now with the Sphere Bean Alliance logo on it. I guess they have a logo. That's pretty crazy. How do these blue chickens feel about Corey Good profiting? off of this message that they have for humanity how, how do you think that the blue chickens feel about cory good being caught in lies and suing people and selling this merchandise how do you think that the blue chickens feel about this you know i thought it was interesting cory goes supposed to have this comic book that came out or it's supposed to be coming out it's been three years and uh, it says on the website if there's a particular type of product that you would like to see please let us know so guess what i did i clicked on it I typed in what I'd like to see, and I said I would like to see the comic book, please. And I sent the message into the Sphere Being Alliance. So we'll see if we get that comic book from Corey Good. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings. There's a lot more coming up after this. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot more to get to, so stay with us.
1: The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info.
3: Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening as we broadcast around the world. Fringe FM app, TalkStream Live, the Paranormal Radio app, or a lot of you will be listening in the free archives that you can find on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Google, Spotify and number of other podcast websites. The free archive is on our website, thesecretteachings.info. So is our weekend show, TST Weekends. There are a lot of advertisements that play through those shows, though, so if you'd like the ad-free version of the show, which also, when you subscribe to it, you get access to all the old shows, and you get access to my digital books, and you get access to our montage archive, www.thesecretteachings.info info.info if you'd like to contact us rdgable at yahoo.com and if you'd like to buy one of those books i'd recommend the book the technological elixir tonight it's got a lot of other great stuff in it but if you go to the very end of the book there's a huge section on ufos and there's a section of that section on ufo cults and i talk about david wilcock and talk about people like Jordan Sather kind of coming from two different pieces of cloth and a lot of others, you know, the George and Damskys and the Jay-Z Knight's, a lot of other great con artists, the James Gillen's. All of them are, you know, James Gillen, Dave Wilcock, Jordan Sather, Jay-Z Knight, all of them are in the kitchen and then they start channeling information from archangels and gods and goddesses and God himself or they start channeling thousand-year-old uh, 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 Atlantean warrior gods like Ramtha. That's a, that's a wild story. If you've never heard of the Jay-Z Night cult, my God. I mean, there's, there's so many of them, it's hard to keep up. But I talk about all that in the book, The Technological Elixir. It is uh, a lot more put together than maybe my thoughts are on the show. Uh, these shows, for me, are kind of hard to do because I like to make them like a radio show. And it's hard to start the show and not kind of recap all the other things. Like I pulled out my 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 hard drive today, and I've got literally just like hours and hours of audio clips and and video footage, and just all types of different things that we, we can rip these these people apart in their own words. From you know the the Corey Goods to the David Wilcox to the Jordan Sathers to all the other con artists that just lie and you know uh, bull spit their way through through life, making money and ripping people off, scamming people, conning people, defrauding people, and really, I guess, having no conscience of it. I mean, maybe David Wilcock has a little bit of a conscience, uh, but I, Corey Goodman, that guy is a, a I can't even think of a good insult. I just think he's, he's not a good person. That's why I call him Corey No Good. He's not a good person. You look at that guy. He is a psychopath, in my opinion. You look at a guy who's telling you He's contacting, he was in the secret space program. First of all, he was age regressed, age regressed in the secret space program. He was sent to Mars and he was sent to other planets. And if I get one of those wrong, I'm, I'm sorry that I, I, you know, I I put Corey good on the wrong planet in the solar system, but he was going to Mars and he was going to the moon. He was going to all these other planets. He was being loaned out by the SSP, right? And uh, then a blue orb came and took him from the bedroom and then they age regressed him backwards. And then, you know, we, and then he slicked back his curled hair and he started doing interviews and uh, there you go. He's making a bunch of money and people are cheering for him at conferences. And he's doing all that because the blue chicken robot rooster hen avian things told him that they have a message for humanity. And the message is love and light, as always. And uh, the blue chickens also told him to watch out for con artists and cults and that the Sphere Bean Alliance isn't a cult. It even says that on their website, folks. It says, this is not a cult. Let me read it to you. This is a message from the Blue Avians. They made it very clear that this information was not to become a cult or religious movement, nor was Corey to put himself before the message or elevate himself to guru status. You know what that is? That's called protecting your ass. That's legal language for when you get caught, when people sue you, you can say, well, on my website... I clearly indicate that I'm not a guru. I clearly indicate this is not a cult. Uh, Judge, I did not encourage them to drink blue avian Uh, Kool-Aid. On my website, it clearly says this is for fun. Uh, I'm not a guru. I'm not a cult leader. I can't really think of any other reason you'd put that on the website, except it does play into making your story more credible, and it makes you seem more humble. So it's like a legal protection. It makes you seem humble because well, oh, the blue avians thought ahead and and felt it necessary to convey through Corey Good that he's not a guru and this isn't a cult. I'm glad that the blue avians could see into the future enough that they could put that on the Sphere Being Alliance website, you know, or Corey Good could do it acting in concert with the blue avians. I don't know how it happened, but it makes him sound more humble. It provides a legal and a social protection for him. And it also gives credit to the work. It's a it's a crackerjack scam, folks. That's what it is the Sphere Bean Alliance. Just go to their website. Seriously, go to their website, look at it. It's a con, it's a scam. And in fact, we were talking in the chat room tonight that uh, these guys should really open up a, a form of OnlyFans, you know, except I don't want to see Dave Wilcock take his shirt off. I don't want to see Jimmy Church take his shirt off, okay? I'd like to pay them to put more clothes on. But what I'm saying is we need to open up an only scams. You know, if we open up an only scams, you can just go right to the page. You've got that legal protection built right in. You know, it's a scam. You're willingly contributing to the scam and then it protects them and the consumer. The consumer knows they're being ripped off. There's no chance of these guys being sued because they're admitting it's a scam And then you go in and you pay them. And rather than getting to see um, Mia Khalifa's tits, you get to see David Wilcock release some declassified documents that you can also find in the public record because that's what the guy does. He takes things that are declassified or things other people paid for thousands of dollars in FOIA requests. He gets them. He collects them. He gobbles them all up. And then he's like, if you pay me $333.33, I will disclose to you the documents that were leaked from the DIA or the documents that were disclosed, the documents that were released through a FOIA request. And it's like, wait a minute, dude, a FOIA request costs a lot of money and a little bit of know-how. Someone got those documents and then you put them behind another paywall? Are you kidding me? So that's that's what the this is my idea for only scams. You get an account for David Wilcock, you get an account for Corey Good, you get an account for Jordan Say there. You get an account. Jimmy Church can get an account, and you can go on there and you can just—I don't know if I don't know how only fans works. I don't know if you pay him tokens like it's a cam, but you would go on there and you pay Jimmy Church tokens or whatever whatever he wants. You pay him in little guitar tokens or something, you know. Uh, maybe you know uh, hair grease, and uh, then in exchange he can disclose things to you that he otherwise wouldn't disclose, you know. He could disclose to you he really does know who Ryan Gable is, but you gotta pay to find that out. He could disclose to you that he knows very well who Stephen Cambion is, but you gotta pay to disclose that. He knows so well who people like Ryan Gable, myself, are. I'm talking about myself and, and that person just to you know be a little comical. But he knows like he he knows people like Stephen Cambion. In fact, Stephen Cambion told me before the show tonight, he he he's got so much going on he couldn't come on the show, but He told me that, he said, if you want to share something with the audience, he said, uh, (laughs) he said, Jimmy Church has filed legal threats against four of his videos, all covering his shady business practices. So Stephen Cambion filed counter notifications inviting to sue him in federal court. He had a 10-day window to do so, and he hasn't, of course, But, you know, there are a lot of reasons, I'm sure, for that. Jimmy Church is probably busy getting a divorce. Uh, I'd imagine he's uh, got something going on with that new girl he's hanging out with uh, in the uh, whatever it's called. I don't know what Jimmy Church is doing. Fade Fade to I don't care with that Christina Gomez girl who also is just an ass licker who doesn't ask any questions, doesn't wonder like, hmm, you know, all these claims against Jimmy Church. Why isn't he addressing these claims? And these aren't just like random claims. These are things that are happening very close in his little radio world. And these are people like myself, professional radio hosts, who have some serious questions. And Jimmy can't answer them. And Christina Gomez isn't going to answer them because she's a young girl. She's in the UFO community. She's making big money. She's making that new age money. She's got that cash. And uh, it's good. Life is good. And you don't actually have to acknowledge people who you ripped off. You can pretend like you don't know them. You don't have to acknowledge people who ask you questions. You can pretend like you don't know them, don't know what they're talking about. Just completely create your own reality, your own little echo chamber, and just keep lying to people. Just keep scamming people. Just keep ripping people off. Some of these people, I got to say, I thought David Wilcock was really good at scamming people, but there's something about Corey Good that I think makes him a better scammer. And I think he should create an only scams account. And I think he would probably make the most money on only scams. I think, um, I think if Corey good created an only scams account, I I, I think he would, I think he would be definitely the top, the top income earner because the the stuff that this guy puts out, and, and, and by the way, he was on the Jenny McCarthy show like the November before last, why is Jenny McCarthy interviewing this guy? You know, and, and, and why is Demi Lovato interviewing the guy that looks like he ate an alien, reptilian? Uh, what's his name? Stephen Greer. Why is Demi Lovato interviewing him? Why is Demi Lovato teaching people how to uh, channel aliens with laser beams? I, I don't get that. What, what, are the, what are these actresses now involved in talking to people like Stephen Greer and people like Corey Goode? And, and I get the argument like, well, they're actresses, they're on social media. They're allowed to have their own opinions, right? You are, but you also have a social responsibility. You have a huge following like that. Like, I'm a radio host. I have a a social, I have a legal, and I have a lot of other things, but I have a social and I have a legal duty to present you with accurate information, I don't, just to say, I don't get to just say, well, I'm Ryan Gable. I got the secret teachings. I know a bunch of people. I'm going to start making stuff up, and there's no consequences for that. And I don't care about my audience. They can believe whatever they want. No, when you don't do that, you don't make a lot of money like these guys. You make fifteen grand, like I did last year during doing this show. And people like Jenny McCarthy and Demi Lovato, your celebrities, you have a responsibility. I don't care if your video gets hundred thousand hits or gets hundred million hits. You have a responsibility to provide accurate information. And if you're not going to provide accurate information, or you can't verify that information, then you need to say we're not sure. I listened to the Jenny McCarthy interview. She's like, "Oh, I've been following Corey Good. He's a great guy. I love this story. Maybe I love this story was her way of saying I love this fictional account. You know, where Corey Good is just he's saying stuff like." Well, I, I got an audio clip of it. I just let's listen to this guy ramble for a
1: second. Yeah, I mean the the planet that we're on is a giant experiment, and um, ascension, and um, oh, and just
3: and ascension, <laughs> and ascension. The, the planet is a giant experiment, and ascension because you got to get that extra tag in there for the video. Because someone might not have been paying attention. They're not interested in the genetic experiment. But when you say and ascension, all those heads perk up and the wallets open up and the money starts flowing out like it's a strip club.
1: An experiment
3: and ascension and and ascension and ascension. What does that even mean, Corey? Um, What has occurred is that
0: we've had ETs coming in over millennia that are slowly playing with our genetics to to. Uh, enhance our genetics.
3: I think he's also reading the script. You can see his eyes go down to the same place
0: to where we have, you know, like a larger brain or the ability to speak different, <clears throat> different things like that to cause us to evolve. And when they, they can only go so far tinkering with your physiology. They also have to affect your spirituality.
3: I love that. He's also wearing a blue sweater because you know, like Hitler used to wear the pink sweater, you know, people like, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, wear the non-threatening powder blue like colors, Bill Gates does it. And he moves his hands a lot. Corey Good does the same thing. Of course, the blue sweater is the sphere bean alliance, the blue avian robot rooster chicken hens. And he's got to subconsciously tell you he's a calm guy. He's a cool guy. And he's part of the alliance. You got to listen to what he's saying, including uh, just a random uh, plug of the Ascension. He's just talking, talking to like, I'm Ryan Gable. This is the secret teachings and Ascension. And tonight we're going to talk about just plug it in wherever you can. He, maybe he gets paid every time he plugs it. Wilcock pays him every time he plugs in the word ascension.
0: So then they've brought in all these religions, you know, come and walk amongst us, and we're like, oh, an angel or a god, and then
3: impart information. So these are just factual statements. He's just rattling them off. Uh, the Earth is an experiment. Check mark. Uh, check mark on that, and then ascension. And then just pauses, check mark on that. And then the aliens brought us all these religions. Corey Good is like a really ultra condensed version of ancient aliens. He's like the raw, uncut ancient aliens with no context to what's being said in any particular interview. It just makes no sense unless you see it in context. And the guy just goes on and on and on about nothing, about nonsense. And if you don't believe me, I thought rather than playing an interview that was two years old, I would play the sphere being Alliance on YouTube because YouTube kicked me off a long time ago. YouTube kicks other people off for doing things like violating their 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 policies, community standards, guidelines, whatever they are. And some people get kicked off accidentally because the algorithms don't like what they're saying. You know, our friend Kev Baker, late Kev Baker, he got booted off of YouTube and demonetized. Uh, one of his videos got booted. He got demonetized for something because he was talking about QAnon, but he was saying QAnon's a bunch of garbage, a bunch of nonsense, which I second. I have seconded. And they, the algorithm got him. So he had to start using code words, you know, to get around it. And somehow the super ultra, super duper high tech alliance of the spheres, they got together. They created a YouTube page. And they are uploading videos about uh, what's, what's happening in the other universes, I guess. I want to play you one of these because in all seriousness, this is so delusional that it's scary. It's so delusional that it's scary. And it pisses me off because when I sit here and I do a show or I spend literally years putting together the books that I've written. Not for lack of information, just because there's way too much to cover and making sure every little detail is there to the best of my ability because I run and do everything here on the show. And then this clown can just make a video like this. Listen to this. First of all, it starts out with something that was ripped out of the Matrix, like Matrix code. And then you get the, the Earth, and then you get the, the, the briefings. Here, here are the briefings from the Sphere Bean Alliance uploaded by Corey Good from the Sphere Bean Alliance. Matrix code. And like really bad computer-generated images that look like they're something from a video game in like 2002. All right, this is top secret classified. This is beyond majestic, so they just ripped that out of UFO mythology. It's from the secret space program, the Sphere Bean Alliance. This is the secret space program, Sphere Bean Alliance update the subject is the liberation of micah's planet i don't know who the hell micah is this is from the chief of opera oh my god this is from the chief of operations let's
4: listen to this from chief of operations to all governments militaries and citizens of earth
3: so- well not everybody saw it because it only got twenty nine thousand views they might want to send this out to some world leaders because i don't think they all got it
4: object the liberation of micah's planet This is an official SSP Alliance release.
3: It's an official Secret Space Program release, as opposed to all the unofficial ones.
4: The disclosures we have brought forward have been compromised. What disclosures? Fake Secret Space Program veterans, super soldier imposters, and ET contactees have released considerable misinformation.
3: That's imposters, not imposters, because they've got an AI voice reading this, which I thought was funny, because... The first comment that comes up is from some lady named T. Godfrey, and, and she's, she's in on the scam. She's all about it, but she says, would love to have a real human narrate these videos. If we are against the AI gods, then perhaps a computer-generated voice is not the best choice for narration? Question mark Yes, you get it, Godfrey. Now you just need to stop donating money to the sky and supporting his videos. But what is a fake secret space program veteran? How can you be a veteran of something when you're not really a part of it? I don't get that.
4: To keep humanity from fighting for freedom, with a full sense of security, they are peddling the narrative that the Mars colonies, Moon, and Antarctica bases have been liberated from the gray alien and reptilian forces. Yeah, whatever that means. To combat these counterintelligence campaigns, we are releasing a series of briefings. Oh,
3: they're released. Here come the briefings. Get ready. Get your sphere Bean alliance notebook out and your sphere Bean alliance pen and get ready to see them aliens that are about to debrief you on all of it
4: straight from our highest ranking officers without intermediaries.
3: Thank God it's coming from the highest ranking officers because I was getting a little bit nervous. I was starting not to trust the information when it was coming from low level guys. Now it's coming from the highest ranking officers and they have a picture of a guy completely in silhouette. So that must be the highest ranking officer. Let's see what he's got to say.
4: We strongly recommend that you disregard information that is not coming directly from us.
3: Oh, because you wouldn't want anybody to question what you're saying. I mean, isn't that literally part of like the definition of a cult? You isolate the people in the cult and you create such a distrust for anything outside of the cult that the cult becomes their, their mindset, it becomes their essence, it becomes who they are. And they distrust anything outside of that sphere being alliance. They literally tell you in the secret space program video, we strongly recommend that you disregard information that is not coming directly from us. When someone tells you that they are ripping you off.
4: In our last briefing, we described the incident at the LOC involving a secret emergency ICC meeting interrupted by a Zulu elder and the New Guardians. Oh. We also talked...
3: I'm behind, folks. I don't know what the, the New Guardians are. Are they making another one of those movies?
4: ...talked about a meeting on Mars between the ICC or Iron Group leaders and their allied rogue federation.
3: Okay, here's another question, and I'm sorry I can't just play this. I've got honest questions as we're going through this. First of all, there's a meeting on Mars... I didn't know they were having meetings on Mars. What is the Orion group and what is the allied rogue federation? These sound like cheesier versions of star Wars groups. What is the rogue federation and the Orion group
4: who decided to double down on their transhumanist efforts on earth? There
3: we go. Bring in the transhumanism. Can I get transhumanism for some big dollars?
4: Next, we will elaborate on the liberation of Mika's planet. Still don't know who Mika is. The AI god has tricked thousands of planets into slavery by manipulating and controlling the local planetary cabal. The cabal groups work wow. diligently on conditioning the masses to accept the physical biointegration of advanced technologies such as micro and nanochips, nanobits, and nanites.
3: It's nanobots. AI god. It's nanobots. Not nanobits. It's nanobots. See, he's right. Corey Goode is right. We can't trust the AI because the AI can't even tell us how to pronounce nanobots. It's nano bits, nano bits. No, it's nanobots. Nanobots.
4: They release incredible technological advancements, but the only way to utilize them is through brain chip interfaces. They make it possible for the AI God to control reality and individual behaviors through an almost magical new internet system offered to the entire planet, which interfaces directly with the mind through millions of nanites inside the physical body.
3: Okay, so let's, let's break this down seriously for a moment. Some of these concepts, I comprehend, I understand, I get, I talk about on this show. The difference is... I'm not telling you that I'm getting the information from the sphere being alliance or from the galactic federation. I'm not being picked up in a blue orb after the show and whisked away to the moon, whisked away to Mars, and then brought back to the studio with this information. I wrote a whole book. It's over 500 pages called The Technological Elixir that discusses all of this. Not even as a theory, just as a presentation of here's the information, do with it what you will. And it's all the same stuff Corey Good is saying, except he's getting it in briefings from a high-level government alliance official. I mean, I don't get why you need this briefing. If anybody can figure this out by reading some news articles and some company publications and white papers.
4: Micah and his people had the same experience. Their leaders and religious prophets conditioned Micah's people through eons to believe in a savior. In the form of a federation of angelic extraterrestrials, this savior would liberate their planet from evil spirits, demons, and ETs who manipulated the development of their civilization. Micah and his people wasted nearly 200 more years waiting for this savior. In the meantime, their technology advanced faster than their spirituality. The Cabal leaders told Micah and his people that a federation of positive ETs liberated their solar system from the Orion Group and gifted their civilization life-changing advanced technologies.
3: So I don't know if I'm watching like the yellow text on Star Wars scroll up and then it's going to tell me what this episode is about. I can't imagine how many of these videos people have sat through and they've look, they've looked at these you know these little b-roll footages they have up in the corner and these little like computerized uh components they have on the screen and this ai voice speaking and they've they've actually believed it because you know the people that believe this kind of thing are people that are That are desperate, people that are easily swayed by very little information because it's what they want to believe. People that are prone to delusion, hysteria, people that have a hard time dealing with reality. So they turn to the Sphere Bean Alliance and the Secret Space Program. And Corey Good sits there and pumps these videos out every once in a while in order to make you feel like you are part of something that you otherwise wouldn't be a part of, couldn't be a part of. You wouldn't have any power. But if you're you're part of the secret space program, if you have a sphere being alliance tote bag, you are part of the solution to the AI transhumanist god takeover that's being run by the extraterrestrials that I, I don't know what's what. There's an Orion alliance and there's a galactic cosmic federation and it's funny because these are the same kinds of words that Manley Hall wrote about in a book called Words to the Wise where he said that the misinformation illuminant con artist is overwhelmed by cosmic truths. And although he wasn't necessarily referring to the same kind of cosmic truths David Wilcock and people like Corey Good are talking about it's the same idea. Because he tells you that without his prayers, without his Preventing the next war. Without him, really terrible things would happen. And that he can only pass on information to the privileged few who are deserving of that information. You, if you give Corey good money, if you give him your energy and time and listen to the crap that this guy says on a daily basis, and yes, in the chat room, The aliens and the demons are teaming up. You're right. You heard that right. That is directly from the secret space program. That is directly from the Sphere Being Alliance YouTube page that hasn't been taken off of YouTube. And they're disseminating highly classified information. We should report this to YouTube. We should report this to YouTube, not only because they're disseminating classified information. They're also saying that the AI gods are not good. I don't think YouTube would like that. I think Google needs to take a look at this. How did the AI gods not find this on YouTube? How did they not take this down? They took down the secret teachings. I guess that means the secret teachings is more important than the sphere bean alliance. Sphere bean alliance. Aliens teaming up with demons. Micah, who the hell Micah is? When they, well, they have a picture of Micah, by the way. Maybe you know who Micah is. Micah is this little like half-white, half-brown... Messed up looking kid that they uh, they use in the and it's it's by the way it's also a picture from his like his logo the Sphere Bean Alliance whatever the hell it is with all the different aliens on it it's it's what I use for the promo pick tonight it's got like let's see here let's look at this picture again it's got blue chickens it's got reptilians it's got Pleiadians. it's got us looking like a U.S. Army soldier. It's got blonde-haired, elf-looking people. It's got some other soldier in the background, some gold robot. And then there's Micah behind the Jimmy Church head I put in there. <laughs> and then there's Billy Carson on the right, and I added the David Wilcock, the Billy Carson, and the Jimmy Church. Because why not? they got to be in the Serbian Alliance. They're pushing this crap. They're pushing it. Why not be in the Alliance? Corey Good claims that he's going to release a comic book. Remember the comic book he was supposed to release? This guy, this MFR, three years to release this comic book. He has not produced the comic book yet. According to all reports, no comic book released. Three years. It does not take three years to make a comic book. And even if it did take three years to make a comic book, why are you taking pre-orders for three years on something that should have been done by now? Well, you're doing that because you're trying to make a lot of extra money. You have nothing to present to people. So you just keep taking the money, taking the money and leading them on. It's a comic book coming, a comic book. Why is this comic book so important? Why is the comic book so important? It's a comic book. It's not real. It's, it's fiction. It's made up. It's a story. Go to a comic store. There's literally thousands of comics to choose from. Most of them more realistic than the sphere being Alliance and the secret space program, Right. Or the secret space program, super soldier, blue sphere, age regression, whatever program. There's so many comic books to choose from, thousands of comic books. Why do I need a Corey Good comic book? Is it that good? It's taken three years. I mean, basically, Corey Good is it, it, this comic book is the equivalent of the Chronic Two. How many years does is it taking? Did it take Doctor Dre to come up with this crap? How many years is going to take Corey Good to release this damn comic book? How good is this comic book gonna be? This comic book better just have like the answer to every question man's ever asked in this thing. And you know what Corey Good did? Because he's such a low life piece of trash, Corey Good, because he didn't actually have the comic book, but he took all those pre-orders, Corey Good started releasing pictures of the comic book, but people realized, wait a minute, that's you, Corey Good, in a video. He took pictures from his own videos and applied a comic book filter to it and then released it as proof the comic book was getting made. That tells you all you need to know about Corey Goods. So, tonight, go to the Sphere Bean Alliance website, com, and go to the... Be very careful now, because I don't know what kind of, you know, traps he has in here. I don't know what I click on him, I get a virus. Click on store, and it says... If there's anything that you'd like to see in the store, any product you'd like to see, click here. And click there, and then type in you know, what, what you'd like to see. Uh, type in, I'd like to see the finalized comic book, like I did. And then uh, send it out. In fact, I'm going to do that right now. Let's do it again. How about, let's see. Oh, you, there's, a, there's an option on here to contact them. I'm a cabal detector or defector, excuse me, a a cabal defector and a whistleblower. I've also been visited. All these are options, folks. These are not. I thought this was all about the the, the website store. These are options. You can contact him to share intelligence. You can contact him because you were part of the secret space program. And even though he was and he was high level, he didn't know who you were. You could be a defector from the cabal. This is like picking a character on Oblivion or Skyrim. Do I want to be a lizard? Do I want to be a you know a reptile? Do I want to be a, an, an orc? Do I want to be a Nordic? What do I want to be? Hmm. Let me see. I was visited by the blue orb interview request. I have a question. That's what I'm going to pick. I got a question. Ryan Gable. Let's do the email address. R.D. Gable at Yahoo.com. He's probably got that one flagged comic book. Now let's not put comic book. I love your work. That's the subject line. He'll definitely open that uh, message. Where is your comic book? Let's see, there we go. Let's type that in. Enter the code. There we go. And we're gonna send that bad boy out. Where is your comic book? Your message was sent to the Blue Avian Chicken Rooster Sphere Being Alliance Secret Space Program Cult. There it is. Corey, good. Corey, good. Get some new pictures taken. Okay. At least you know. I don't know. Wash your hair. Jesus Christ. SphereBeanAlliance.com. All right. We'll close that down. So this is this is what's going on. This is this is the nature of what I do in radio now, and it's disgusting. It's 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 an insult, and you see my personal concern in this is that this affects the work that I do, because if I sit here and I talk about artificial intelligence, then it's like, oh well, you didn't say what Corey Good said, so you're not telling the truth. You must be someone who is trying to to prevent the Sphere Bean Alliance or the Secret Space Program or whatever, you know, from, from getting the real truth out there. You know, you're spreading misinformation because you don't like the Sphere Bean Alliance. Or people that, you know, they're like, well, that's crazy. Technology is wonderful and there's no downside to it. You're just like that Corey Good guy. See, this just discredits real, honest discussion. And that's what makes me think that people like Corey Good. Not David Wilcock, but people like Corey Good. I think people like Corey Good might be working for somebody, honestly. I don't, I don't know if this guy, I look at him and I see someone who's kind of cold and calculating. I don't see somebody who's, who's accidentally stupid, you know, who accidentally does really dumb stuff. In fact, I was listening to a Stephen Cambion's YouTube show, Truth Seekers, and uh, he had a Western Union. Receipt that he was showing on air with Corey Good's name on it. And Corey Good was paying a neighbor of one of his opponents or people that ask questions to spy on this person. Was paying the guy to spy on his neighbor who was Corey Good's, I guess, opponent or whatever he was. I mean... Even if you don't believe that. Okay, fine. You didn't see that, that show. You didn't listen to that Cambian episode. But Jesus Christ, I mean, the comic book. How do you work on this comic book for three years? Three years you work on this comic book and you finally release pictures of it and it ain't even drawn. It's a photoshopped image. It's something from a, from a photo editor. It's something that, that I did this before the show tonight, playing around with the promo pic. I put Corey Good in a, in a in a filter. I put Jimmy Church in a filter for the promo tonight, the art of the con. Uh, and, and I mean, it's easy to do this and it took three years and all you can come up with is you can just go online, type in free. I bet this is what this guy did. I bet he got you know, some lawsuit. You know, the product was, you, you have to deliver this product right now. And he got online and he typed in real quick. He was like, all right, let's go to Google. Let's open up Google. All right. Time's ticking. Let's go Google, Google. All right. We got Google open. All right. Let's type in uh, comic book, Image filter, type it in. Oh, there's a free one right there. Click on it. Upload the picture. Let's release it real quick. And all it is is a picture of him from a video, because people have been watching these videos over and over because they're waiting on the comic book, and they realize, wait a minute, that's from video. You put a comic book filter on a picture from a video. How do you just? How do you not think this guy's a piece of? Tri- I mean, let's just. You know, we're adults here, okay? We, we use profanity to express how angry we are. Corey Good is a piece of shit, okay? David Wilcock is a piece of shit. The difference between the two of these guys is Corey Good looks like he knows what he's doing. Wilcock reportedly gave a lot of his money away to some secret space program, aerospace company that never produced an aircraft. He gave a lot of his money away. And reportedly, that's why his wife is leaving him, because he just dumped all their money into some nonsense. Corey Good, on the other hand, this guy's paying the neighbors of his enemies to spy on his enemies. He's suing people in court. You know, he he, he sent out uh, cease and desist letters to numerous radio hosts and people online that were asking questions about his story. People are threatening to sue people like Stephen and You know the only two people that didn't get a cease and desist letter? Two of them. Two of them in this line of work. Myself and Kev Baker. We didn't get no cease and desist letters. You know why? Because we ain't got no money. We ain't got no backing from anybody. And we would dump stuff all over the internet. So you ain't going to send us no cease and desist letter. You sent Jimmy Church a cease and desist letter. You sent a bunch of other radio people that we know to cease and desist letters. Why? Why are you suing all these people? Why are you taking pictures from a video that you did and putting a comic book filter on it and releasing it as the comic book you've been working on for three years? It's coming soon. We're going to release it soon. The blue chickens just haven't told us when we should release it. We're waiting on the blue chickens to let us know when we should release the book. They're getting in contact with us soon. They're migrating right now. When they're done, when they're back from the migration, they're going to let us know when we can release it. I mean, Corey Goode is a piece of shit. That's an, adho- that's an ad hominem attack. Yeah, it is an ad hominem attack. He's a piece of shit. And uh, although it's an ad hominem attack, I think the last hour and 40 minutes I've, I've summed up why I think he's a piece of trash. And, if you know, if you can explain why and then you want to call names, you know, go ahead. I think Corey Good's greasy. He looks like a liar. He looks like a con artist. I know he's scamming me. It looks like he's got his hand in my pocket. If I'm taking a picture with him with my arm around him, it looks like he's just he's taking money out of my pocket. Just someone real, just creepy, slimy. And I mean, greasy, literally and, and metaphorically, figuratively. The guy just looks like a scumbag. You know, like he lit. He looks like he lives like, I would imagine, this is how I imagine Corey Good living. I imagine Corey Good lives kind of like the smoking man does in the X-Files. Like, it looks like he has all this power, and he's killing presidents, and he's killing, you know, he's killing Martin Luther King, and he's, you know, assassinating political figures. And then he goes back to his apartment, you know, it's just this crappy little apartment, and a little tiny TV, and he just, you know, has a pack of cigarettes, a table, and a chair, and that's how he lives. That's how I imagine Corey Good living. I just just a tiny little one bedroom apartment, you know, no no wallpaper on the walls. And instead of a TV, he's just got a computer and a tiny little video camera, and he's just making videos and he's pumping some text he wrote into an AI voice thing, and he's making these Fear Being Alliance secret space program. That's how I picture him living. But see, the thing is Cory Good likes money. Corey Good likes money. The Smoky Man just wanted power. He was the archetype. He didn't care about anything else. He just wanted power. Corey Good doesn't want just power. Corey Good wants the attention and the money that comes along with it. He wants the money. Money, money, money. All that money. Go on, take that money and run. That's all Jimmy Church has done. That's all Corey Good has done. That's all Dave Wilcox has done. They've taken the money and they've run. That's why when you go to ask Jimmy Church who Ryan Gable is, Jimmy Church don't know who Ryan Gable is on multiple occasions. Even after being asked at a conference, who's Ryan Gable? I don't know. I introduced myself to him again. I used to do radio with him. do not know who I am, though. And this isn't about me, but what about all the other people? Jimmy Church don't know nothing about Dave Wilcock. Propped him up. Put him on his show. Don't know anything about Dave Wilcock don't know anything about Corey Good. I just, you know, it's fade to black. You know, I, don't, I don't want to ask those questions about Dave Wilcock. I don't. It's just like, are you kidding me? How, how much more do, from, from the fake comic books to the Jimmy Churches who literally you do business with people and then deny knowing them? Jimmy Church is the Judas of radio. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know who Dave Wilcock is for different reasons. He doesn't know who I am because I bring too much heat to his con. And people like Dave Wilcock, he isn't who he is because Dave Wilcock got con conning people. Or he got caught conning people. He got caught conning people. Got caught conning people. Peter Piper picked a pint of Peter Piper peppers. He got caught conning people. So Jimmy Church was like, Whoa, that's too hot for me. I gotta back up off that, you know. Gotta back up off of it. Can't afford it. Not gonna be able to buy a new guitar if I keep supporting Dave Wilcock. People are gonna pull their funding from me. So he's gotta pull back off that, you know? And then just just if it wasn't bad enough, you know what Jimmy Church does. Just every anybody that these guys can prop up, anybody they could sell a fake. At least like when Art Bell talked to people like that, there'd be times when people would come on the show and say stuff, and he'd be like, you know what, I'm just I I, I can't I, I'm not going to do this tonight. I, I I show me some evidence and just turn and just got rid of it. And a lot of people told nonsense stories, but at least at the very minimal, it was like it was fun it was like artistic it's nostalgic for a lot of people now now you don't get that who's going to listen to jimmy church in 20 years and be like yeah we know dave wilcox piece of trash but i want to listen to that that really good interview dave wilcock did on jimmy church nobody is going to say that nobody cares because they're not creating something that's that's unique they're not creating something that's artistic they're not even creating something that's fun they're they're they're, they're terrorizing people with bullshit stories and trying to get people to donate money, all the money that Jimmy Church helped Wilcock and others collect, their 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 charitable things or their like David Wilcock's PayPal scam for his his Pete Peterson video. I mean, my God, it's tens of thousands of dollars, and we know Pete Peterson was like an old senile man who was pissing in jars, and Dave Wilcock ripped him off. Just it's one after another after another. My question has always been how do you get people like David Wilcock, and not to address the person's looks like they matter, but you know, if you see someone who looks like a criminal, chances are they've probably been involved in some kind of criminal activity. You can kind of judge people a little bit. I mean, you look at me, you're gonna be like, Well, that guy, you know, he's probably a vegetarian. And you're right, I am a vegetarian kind of. I just I don't eat meat, you know, I don't eat dairy products. You can kind of get an idea of what people are. You hear my voice, but probably think, oh, he's a radio host. you got a good voice for radio, maybe. Maybe you don't like my voice. But the point is, you look at someone like Dave Wilcock, and you're thinking, if I was an insider, if I was working for the government, why would I give this guy classified information? And not only that guy, that might be an anomaly, okay, folks? I'm going to find this other guy, Corey Good, and I'm going to give him classified information. And one of the conferences I went to, David Wilcock was talking, giving a presentation. And he said that his wife came to one of the, the, whatever they are, briefings, whatever he gets. And uh, his wife sat down and the guy gave him the classified information and just, that was it. And I was thinking, if I was like deep throat, you know, or I was, I was working for the government or whatever, and I was going to find someone to blow the whistle to, not only do I go to David Wilcock, but I tell this guy, I've got classified information, and I would like to meet you to exchange this classified information, and then you show up with some blonde, and I'm just going to give her the information too. You know, I'm not going to think like, that's suspicious, that's odd. I mean, what did they do? Sit down, and Wilcock's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you. Uh, This is my wife, Elizabeth. If I was the guy giving the declassified info or the woman, I'd be like, "Mm, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Nope. I don't know who that person is. I came to you to give you the information. I don't care if you ever got a marriage certificate. I don't buy it. I'm out. But instead, Elizabeth Wilcock not only got that information, she started getting her own briefings. So, not only did these people come to Wilcock and people like Corey Good, but they thought, okay, Dave Wilcock got married. We can trust his wife. Let's start giving her secret information. I mean, this is just the classic art of the con. That's all that it is. And you want to talk about someone who looks like a con artist? Have you guys ever seen Billy Carson? You ever seen Billy Carson's ForbiddenKnowledge.com? I met Billy Carson. I'll tell you what my impression of Billy Carson was. My impression of Billy Carson was too much cologne, too many trips to men's warehouse. He uses way, 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 way too many grooming products. The guy kind of looks fake. He looks like a politician. He's all about the image. All right, My true impression of Billy Carson was he seemed nice for about two seconds until I realized that he realized that I wasn't Jimmy Church. And I couldn't sell his product. So he pushed me away and threw a business card at me and said, you can contact me there. That's all that I got out of Billy Carson. Billy Carson was all about his image. That's the one time I met him. I mean, the videos and the interviews. You know what this guy's website looks like? And it's not even the website. The website actually looks good. It's, it's like the, his logo, Forbidden Knowledge TV. When I was living in Orlando years and years ago, uh, some of you might know this, Some of you you don't. Some of you probably won't won't believe me. But I used to do uh, videos and pictures and like photography uh, for a lot of uh, hip hop artists. And a friend of mine was really big into that. And he did stuff with Two Chains. Uh, w- uh, some of my friends they knew people like Hankadon, Caskey, uh, who's I guess still doing music now. These guys from the Orlando area, these big rappers and, and others. I did Los. I did an album for Los Ghost. Uh, Again, two chains, Hankadon, Casky. These are some people I can remember. And uh, when I was doing that, like if you're in the rap world, folks, it's it's funky, it's funny. Okay, I love rap music, and being in that world, and you're you're around like the strippers, and you're around the blunts, and you're just you're in that hip hop community. It's to me, it was hilarious. But I was in that community. I was in that group. You know, these rappers come over, start rolling blunts. I wouldn't take a hit. They'd think I'm a cop. You know, what are you five o? But I always got along with everybody. And and most of the the rappers and their their crews, everybody liked me because I had a radio show and they wanted me to spin some tracks. In fact, a guy asked me that one time. He said, if you're not a cop, what do you do? And I said, I'm a radio host. He's like, well, can I pay you to spin some tracks? I was like, it ain't ain't a radio show like that, buddy. But I mean, maybe if it's good music, maybe I'll spin some tracks for you. So I was involved in that whole community. And, you know, all all the different clubs and strip clubs, regular clubs, nightclubs, music clubs, you know. Local artists would come and perform. And if you ever seen like you know, like a club promo or you've seen like a like a hip hop artist promo, that's what Billy Carson reminds me of. He reminds me of some guy who maybe like got his ass kicked and was on a was on a, um, a world star hip hop you know, video. Uh, he was on world star hip hop. He got his ass beaten or something. And then he cleaned up his image and he decided to start selling people forbidden knowledge. And he got, you know, real suave and a nice clean shave. You know, he's got the mustache and a little bit of the beard, but he's got the shave and the nice clean haircut. And he's got the moisturizer and the cologne and the aftershave and the crystal around his neck and the nice fancy suits. And there's something about Billy Carson that just rubs me the wrong way. I started looking into Billy Carson. And Billy Carson, I mean, if, if anybody is a con artist, this guy is not only a con artist, he is a, he is a registered con artist. Billy Carson, and and this is a this is a true story. Billy Carson, and I've seen the uh people who have actually asked him this on social media. Uh Billy Carson has been arrested on several different occasions, apparently. Uh he's been charged with as so as his girlfriend has been too, who runs the Forbidden Knowledge uh, Foundation or whatever it is that he runs. Uh they've both been uh charged with uh things like defrauding consumers and things like money laundering. And even if they were investigated for something like that, I think his girlfriend, like 10 counts of money laundering and, and fraud. And the woman's a convicted fraudster. Billy Carson is a convicted fraudster. And yet, if you go to his website, forbidden knowledge TV, there's an option to invest in Billy. You can invest in Billy Carson. I can go And guess what Billy Carson has for me? An opportunity to invest with Forbidden Knowledge, Inc. I can help Billy Carson grow. What am I helping him grow? His portfolio. His portfolio of what? Cash. Lots of cash for the gold chains and the rings and the fancy suits and the colognes and the aftershaves and the bullshit that he spouts. The bullshit that he creates with the time he has because he doesn't have a real job. He's taking money from you. Someone who spends their hard-earned money investing in something they think makes a difference, and if you go, this guy, like he, his website—I swear to God—I've dealt with so many rappers and people that just don't understand, like, to, to how to make something look good. And this guy's website looks like it looks like something that that, that, that one of these rappers I used to look uh, work with uh, looked like. This guy. Look at this website. This is this this is so funny. He's but he's got a section on here. This is the point. He's got a section on here called the Rolls Royce Ghost Giveaway, and he's got a ghost he's going to give away part of an auction.
0: One Billy Carson here, forbidden knowledge. Don't forget, I am still raffling off my previously yeah. owned Rolls Royce Ghost. That's right, a Rolls Royce Ghost. I love
3: the music in mint too.
0: Condition, value worth 150000 hundred and fifty dollars. Little Egyptian. 000 is available, and the raffle tickets are on forbiddenknowledge.com or the number four, Forbiddenknowledge.com. Time is running out to get your yeah. ticket. There
3: are only 100,000 tickets available, yeah. and we've sold quite a few. Oh, you've sold quite a few? Well, here's the deal, Billy Carson. You've been running this raffle for how long? How long you been running this raffle? Let's, let's check on this, because the last time I checked, this raffle has been running... For months and months and months and months and months and months. June 7th of 2021. And it's supposed to end in February of 2022. The other thing is, I heard through the grapevine that this was supposed to end way earlier than February 19th. So he either didn't make the money he was expecting to make, or he made a lot of money and decided, hmm, if we extend the ghost giveaway raffle, we'll make even more money. And how much are these? How much are these raffle tickets to get this mint condition Ghost?
0: Underprivileged children. Oh, they're, it's they,
3: going to underprivileged children. I'm sorry I made fun of him. Let's let's see how much this costs. Thousand
0: tickets available car could cost. and we've sold quite a few. So that means there's only a little bit of tickets left.
3: Only a little bit in left. In order to be mm-hmm.
0: in the race for the win, you have to participate. You have to give Go us to $50 at get your ticket. The proceeds from give us from the this cash. Raffle. Give Go it fast. I want children, the cash. Want it now. And I want the cash. Cash, cash, cash. I'm just translating what he's saying. 2021 and 2022. Cash, cash, cash. Great cause. If you win the vehicle, no matter where you are in the world, you can take it and sell it immediately for cash value and use the money for whatever you want.
3: Oh. Why don't you just sell the car and then take the money and give it to the underprivileged children? Why do you need to raffle the car off? Because I can't imagine, I mean, how much is a Rolls-Royce ghost go for? Let's look it up. Rolls-Royce ghost cost used. How much is a Rolls-Royce ghost? A Rolls-Royce ghost used, roughly, is a quarter million dollars. So how many tickets would this guy need to, to sell to pay just for the cost of the car? Just take the car, sell the car, and then give the money to the underprivileged kids or you could just keep a raffle going indefinitely and keep racking up those $50 tickets that you have to give us. You have to buy the ticket. You have to give us the money in order for us to make a lot of more money so I can buy more suits and I can rip more people off. But that's, that's Billy Carson. That's what he does. He's a con artist, just like all the other hacks, just like Corey good, just like David Wilcock. They're all a bunch of con artists and scammers. And, um, I see what time it is, but I I don't think I can stop. I'm going to take a break, all right? And we have no live show coming after us. I'm going to go into a third hour because there's so much to get to. I don't have time to cover it in the two-hour radio show. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk more about the art of the con. Stay with us. There's a lot more secret teachings to come. I just, I have to do another hour. I got to do another hour. There's too much to talk about. And, and, and I planned way too much for this to just let it end at two hours. We'll be right back here on The Secret Teachings. If you would like to um, spend $50 in a more practical way, it's 50 bucks for a one-year subscription to The Secret Teachings. It's not a raffle, so you actually get the access to the ad-free archive. You get the montages. You get all my books digitally. You also uh, support a show, that has exposed these con artists for a very long time, even before it was popular and it was a fun thing to do. 50 bucks for all that. There are other ways you can support us. You can just buy a book on the website, etc. Check it out, info. That's info. I don't have a ghost Rolls Royce to give away, but I do have some unique perspective and some inside access that I don't have to sell you, I'll just tell you what it is here on the show because I've been behind the scenes with a lot of these guys, I've experienced the way that they do business, and most, not all, but most are shady and slimy and scummy, and they need to be exposed for the scammers and the fraudsters and the con artists and the snake oil salesmen that they are. Bottom line. Again, I'm Ryan Gable, this is The Secret Teachings, a whole new hour right after this stay with us
1: facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info
4: You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of The Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
3: listening to the secret teachings a bonus third hour tonight on the broadcast it is early into the morning of january 12 2022 and we are live it's 2 6 a.m where i am here mountain time in the beautiful state of arizona and it is the art of the con tonight so many con artists so little time it's kind of difficult to condense it all to two hours and i figured anyway you know if if the fringe FM got upset with me, if Joe Roop got upset with me for doing a third hour, I would just, you know, claim that I was being censored. And uh, then I would just, you know, dox Joe Roop and I would dox all the people who work at the Fringe FM and which is pretty much just you know Joe Roop and a handful of others. And I would I would just go anybody who was involved. I'd dox everybody, dox Michael. That's right, Michael, I'd dox you, and I'd find a way to dox Derek the Night Stalker. And uh, everybody in the chat room, and I would just attack everybody because uh, you know you wanted to go to bed. You didn't want to listen to a third hour. You're trying to censor the truth, okay? You're trying to censor Billy Carson. You're trying to censor Corey Good. You're trying to censor Dave Wilcock. You don't want to hear about the secret space program alliance update, do you? Because you want to censor it. Because you are con artists and you work for the government. You are secret space program veterans, according to Corey Good. If you question any of this stuff. Secret space program veterans who are fake, don't actually have any secret space program clearance. I don't know, in all seriousness, I don't even know where to start with these people. You know, I've done this for a very, very, very long time. And I've done this kind of radio show for a very, very long time. I've I've been doing Wilcox shows before it was popular, before it was cool. It's not to give me credibility, I'm just saying I've been... I've been a loser for a lot longer, right? I, I've just been I've been uh, intrigued by the level of scam that these people have been pulling for a very, very long time. And there's a handful of others that have been doing it as long as I have, maybe a little bit longer. I mean, people like The Dark Journalist have done stellar work. People like Kev Baker was always uh, not only fun just to talk to about this subject off air, but Kev Baker would tear these people apart too. And I, I'd say one of the, uh, one of the best uh, uh, radio shows or the best streams to, to catch this kind of uh, uh, update or this kind of information on an updated weekly basis is Stephen Cambion's uh, Truth Seekers on YouTube. I mean, Stephen Cambion just destroys these people. And not only does he destroy them, he publishes you know the stuff that's public record. He goes and finds it. I mean, that's how we got David Wilcox's 990 tax form. From the Wilcox Spiritual Healing and Empowerment Foundation group, where they claim they made $20,183 in 2020, spent $18,955 on other expenses, left the place where they would otherwise spend, you know, and document how much they spent on rent and utilities and maintenance. They left that blank. They didn't spend any money on utilities. And then when you go to how they break down the other expenses, they put down utilities under the other expenses. I mean, is that just an error? Or is it an error that they made $20,000 last year and a total of $150,000 in donations since 2018 and paid, according to this tax form, $7,026? How do you run a charity on over $150,000 and more? There's a lot more than $150,000. I think it's like hundred dollars it's like hundred and seventy something thousand or something, but they made like at, at least 150,000. Working according to this 990, David Wilcox says he works 10 hours a week in 2020. 10 hours a week. That's $40 an hour to make 20 grand. He's making a lot more than that considering that Elizabeth Wilcox put in 30 hours a week. At least she put in a, a relatively um, part time to full time work week. David Wilcox put in 10 hours. 10 hours because he has to watch Star Trek. He has to watch Star Wars over and over and over again to get these wild ideas and to sell you more of this disclosure nonsense. Here's some other stuff they got listed on here. $650 for security. Is that for home security or is that for the fake security guards that you bring to conferences with you? If it is, they're not really making a lot of money. Here's a software $364 for software. My question is, why you didn't spend more money on the software? Because if I can produce a quality-sounding radio show with a microphone that somebody else gave me, it's an RE20, and a Rodecaster board that cost me 600 bucks, and a refurbished Mac that cost me $900, and a $200 PC to run the broadcaster from, which is a new purchase for me for the live show, if I can run all that on that, you should be able to run a worldwide you know, uh, uh, whatever he calls it, secret society, mystery school, uh, spiritual, cosmic healing foundation scam. He should be able to run that without technical errors and technical glitches, which is all that his YouTube broadcasts are about. It's literally just about how he has technical errors. I can pull, I guarantee you, I could pull up virtually any David Wilcock YouTube video. And within seconds, we're going to find errors, audio errors. And he always blames the cabal. But then suddenly, when you pay $333 to get the, the high-quality videos, and by the way, you can also chop things up on YouTube after the fact, too. You can edit the video and re-upload it if you want, if you have all these technical issues. But when you pay the $333, oh, man, then you're going to get high-quality audio. So he can do it but he just doesn't do it for the free one. And then instead of acting like, well, we just, if you want, you know, the ad-free version, if you want the technical glitch-free version, pay us $300 one time, you know, for each course. Instead of that, he says the cabal attacks him, right? The cabal is assaulting him and his work and trying to keep him from disclosing this information to the public. Just, I mean, just a, what a con artist. What a, look at this guy's, look at this guy. I just pulled it up. Here's, here's 10 hours of his work right here. It's it, two minutes of the 10 hours, his disclosure trailer. Let's listen to this.
5: What if everything that you think you know about reality and your life on Earth is a lie? What if
3: the disclosure
5: already happened? Well, it did. I'm David Wilcock, and I want to introduce you to,
3: to my new teeth.: course
5: called The Disclosure. Why did we call it that? Because the disclosure did already happen.
3: By the way, the teeth joke is because David Wilcox said that the cabal made him grind his other teeth down and that made him have to get veneers put in. That's I have the audio somewhere, but that's that's really what he said.
5: The DIA dropped 154 pages of declassified documents based yeah. upon their own yeah, statement of yeah, yeah, yeah. admission. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, uh,
3: 154 pages of declassified DIA documents that somebody else paid for to have disclosed through a Freedom of Information Act request I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head because I didn't intend to talk about this tonight or go into a third hour. Uh, 154 pages from the DIA that was released through an FOIA request. Would you have to pay some money to get? And then David Wilcock puts it behind a new paywall in his disclosure course.
5: Dropped 154 pages of declassified documents, based upon their own statement and admission, as analyses of crash retrieval wreckage of UFOs. If you sign up today for theDisclosure.com, you're going
1: to be. Part I will
3: disclose a- these FOIA documents that were paid for by somebody else's hard-earned cash. And if you pay me some cash, I'll give you what someone else already got from the government because they paid for it.
5: Six-week amazing download of new information that fundamentally redefines what you thought about technology and how
3: close you may have thought this technology was. In week one, you're going to get the history of Ben, our new insider. And this is what I love. Mike D. and I did a show on this relatively recently. so before I moved out here to Arizona. He claims that his insider is named Ben. And the weird thing about it is David Wilcock did a presentation with Mike Adams, the health ranger. I don't even know if I could pull that up real quick, too. And at the beginning of that video, like the first 10 minutes, he says that when he saw Star Wars, he was floored because Ben Kenobi was in Star Wars. And apparently, Wilcox's parents used to call his brother Ben Kenobi. I could, couldn't make it up if I tried. We played that so many times on the last the last Wilcox show that we did. So his insider, though, was named Ben. And let's listen to what Ben's going to give us. It's a new car. It's a Rolls-Royce Ghost, I guess you're going to get. No, it's, it's secret space program information.
5: Week two, we dive into anti-gravity. You will learn how it works. Week three... Is called working anti gravity systems, and this is where we now actually get into the practical details of anti gravity. This science is very, very exciting,
3: and in week. That's four, why I donated all my money to a another con artist. Not only see what the Navy revealed, but then you'll get the. Yeah, you can see what the Navy revealed. They have public patents for it.
5: Backstory as to why those Navy patents work, from an insider who's actually another insider.
3: In so the, these are public things that you can access, but. You can only access what the insider has to say about them because he worked on them by paying me 300 and something dollars. And then I'll disclose to you what the insider said, what Ben, our new insider, he's got a new insider, Ben Kenobi, literally his name is Ben. And it said his brother used to be called Ben Kenobi when he was young. That's before star Wars came out though, folks. And they'll teach you how these anti-gravity hover system cars work, even though they've never produced one. They've never shown you any evidence of these. They'll just show you these cheap videos.
5: Himself. Then in week five, we have Atlantis, pyramids, and
3: extraterrestrials. Oh, and you know what? When we watched this, you might remember this if you heard that show. Listen to what he says here. This is supposed to be some serious shit. All right? Serious, serious stuff. Anti-gravity. UFO disclosure. And he finds it necessary to provide us with a wonderful Freudian slip in this two-minute trailer that also could have been edited, but I guess he just didn't have the equipment to edit it, where he laughs when he says this. Listen.
5: actually worked at many of these secret facilities himself.
3: Then in week five, we have... there it is. We have Atlantis, pyramids, and extraterrestrials, and he laughs on pyramids.
5: Atlantis, pyramids, and extraterrestrials.
3: Just total... Freudian slip
5: so that's the end of the five weeks with Ben five weeks
3: with Ben folks I
5: I really need to do another one so I did week six I
3: had to do another one because I'm getting a divorce so we had to bring on a sixth week here we've got another insider it's Anakin Skywalker and he's going to tell us about some new amazing things very vague no substance no meaning
5: Discovered, I really need to do another one. So I did week six, and week six is where I take all of these amazing new things that I've learned from Ben and apply it to the principle of biological anti-gravity and levitating saints.
3: Here's here's one for you, but please help me out with with what this means. Let me just let me play that for you again. What does this mean?
5: From Ben and apply it to the principle of biological anti-gravity and levitating saints.
3: So we go through. What what is a levitating saint? I don't mean like miracles in the Bible. I mean like what what do you mean you're going to teach us about levitating saints? What does that mean, David Wilcock? Everything
5: that you think you know about reality and your life on earth is a lie.
3: What if everything you've told us is a lie?
5: Biological anti-gravity and levitating saints. So we go through different
3: levitating types saints. Surprise us, evidence Christ. That
5: actually proves that levitation does occur in nature.
3: Yeah, it does. And you can find that in literature that goes back decades. You don't need to listen to David Wilcox's disclosure. Everything that's in this from the patents to the DIA documents to evidence of levitation in nature, it all exists in the public record. I can pull any of this up right now. I don't need to pay this guy 300 plus dollars. He did have a discount, though, for a while. It was like $100 off. So it was like $200 $200 $200 to get this classified secret information that only David Wilcock has access to. Only David Wilcock, nobody else, okay, except Ben, because Ben brought him a lot of this information. Only David Wilcock has this information, all right? And I did find the teeth audio.
5: So there's a whole bunch of settings that we have to do here in order to get uh, it to work he's right having audio understand he, that. He's
3: having That's audio problems again.
5: Started. Uh, but now we're here. And everything is good. Um, I also did not want to do this broadcast yet because I... This this
3: is really David Wilcock. This is why I make the teeth jokes.
5: I have temporary veneers on. And that means that my teeth are in the process of being overhauled. And so right now I have the cheap and fake looking veneers on before the good ones come. So... Before all the haters get started, uh, I was thinking about not doing any camera work.
3: See, why would there be haters anyway if you had, like, severe dental problems and you had to get dental work done? Why would anybody hate on you for that? You might think, well, Ryan, you're hating on him for that. No, I'm hating on him because he's using that to build a barrier, a defensive structure against all the nonsense he's about to pour out on top of you.
5: Until this was fixed. But we are working. So, if
3: you disagree with anything he says, you must just hate his veneers. On it
5: anyway, uh, because of the timing of our launch and the delay of these veneers. Now, you have to understand: (laughs) if you take on the cabal like I do, it causes a lot of anxiety. And one of the things that actually happened when I went to the dentist was I found out that I had chewed all ground all the enamel off of my molars on both sides of my mouth, but particularly over here.
3: Maybe that's because you knew you were under investigation by the IRS.
5: And you could see that in the broadcasts because literally, like the whole chewing surface on this side of my mouth was greatly worn down. Now, of course, that means there's going to be ridicule and so forth, but...
3: This is all one audio clip. I didn't edit this at all.
5: What we had to do ultimately is I had to get an overhaul where I get what's called onlay veneers so that I can restore the chewing surface in my mouth and you have to do the whole mouth. So I don't want to strike a blow against the dental industry, but I will tell you that the process of getting the teeth prepared and getting these put on <laughs> was 300% more painful than any other pain experience I've 300%. ever been
3: through in my entire life. 300%. And
5: I have had. You did
3: the calculations on that.
5: day of nine hours in the chair, one day of seven hours in the chair I just had to go again yesterday. Well,
3: well, nine hours in the chair. That's equivalent to about the amount of time you work per day in 2020 to make 20 something thousand dollars. So that's interesting.
5: Hopefully sometime next week, I'm going to get the permanent ones on. Um, it does make my voice lisp a little bit.
3: Maybe he did the charity work while he was in the chair at the dentist. I don't know. Maybe he brought the dentist into the Sphere Bean Alliance or something. That was his charitable work. Maybe the $7,000 was donated to the dentist's favorite charity. You know, according to his $990, $7,000 they spent on charity work. The rest of it, they blew on other expenses, which included just large sums of money that disappeared.
5: Uh, but this is a very temporary situation. and so, no, I
3: can't listen to this guy again. <laughs> there he is. He's basically telling you that the cabal made him grind his teeth down because he's under attack and... You know, it couldn't be that he's on drugs or not that he is, but it couldn't be that he's on drugs or the IRS is investigating him or, you know, maybe he's not making as much money off the con as he used to because of people like myself. And so he, he's got to get the new veneers put on and he's got to spend a bunch of time telling you about these new veneers. You know, I just I can't believe this guy exists. You know, I don't understand how this 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 David Wilcott character is a person. He seems like a cartoon character. He just seems like. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't exist in reality. And then that really is where, where he's coming from, another dimension, another world where you can believe whatever you want to believe and facts don't matter. And not only that, but you can take things from the real world and you can take them into the fake world and then you can put them behind a paywall and you can make lots of money, a lot of new age money, a lot of cash, big cash, big money. It doesn't matter if all your predictions are false. It doesn't matter if everything you say is inaccurate. It, it, it doesn't matter if you have any reason behind what you're saying. It doesn't have to be reason,, you know, let alone evidence or facts. Who needs evidence and facts? Who needs proof? Just believe it on faith. and if you don't agree with me, well, you know, you're working for the, for the opposition, you're working for the cabal. You know that's, that's the bottom line. It's that simple. You either agree with me. or, or you're a con artist. You agree with me? Or you're scamming people? I mean, that's what the Sphere Bean Alliance website says. You know, that, or that, well, excuse me. The Sphere Bean Alliance website explicitly says that Corey Good is not a cult member and he's not a guru. The Secret Space Program Liberation Alliance update from January 7th says this. Let me just play this so I can get it right.
4: The Alliance release. An official the disclosures release. we have brought forward have been compromised. Fake secret space program veterans, super soldier imposters, and ET contact
3: imposters.
4: contactees have released considerable misinformation.
3: Okay, so if you disagree and if you use credible information to discredit their non-credible information, then you must be a fake secret space program veteran super soldier imposter ET contactee. According that, now that's official because that's according to the Secret Space Program Alliance, and that's official from the chief of operations to all governments and militaries of the world and citizens of the earth. But, but you know what? You might, might need to send that out again because only 29,000 people saw that on YouTube. Maybe that means that he's losing traction. He's not as popular as he used to be. Who doesn't think that's Corey Good? Behind a computer, typing that out as the computer voice reads it. Really, who doesn't think that this guy has the whole collection of Star Trek, every generation of Star Trek on DVD? Who 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 doesn't think that? Here's Corey Good. Here's an update. Corey Good, Stephen Cambian uh, mentioned this on his show. I wanted to give Stephen Cambian some more credit tonight on the show. Just some interesting things that Corey Good has claimed that. Uh, Never came true. More predictions. And Wilcock makes all these predictions. Wilcock one time said that the cabal was going to come around to your car and siphon the gas out of it. He really said that. He said the cabal is going to come to your car and and they're going to siphon all the gas from your car, from your neighbor's car, your friend's car, your mom's car, your aunt's car, your grandpa's car. Everybody... Everybody's car is going to get gas siphoned out of it. And then once they get the gas siphoned out of it, the cabal is going to blow up all the bridges so that you can't leave the cities and you can't, you know, get out of town and you're just going to be stuck wherever the cabal wants you to be. And it's just that claim is so, so ridiculous that it has to be heard in audio for you to believe it. Then we'll get back to Corey Good's failed predictions.
5: They have actually put explosive charges into every bridge on the Eisenhower Interstate system that goes over these big chasms. And the governors of each state have secret codes to blow those bridges, which they then disguise it as if it was a temperature and pressure sensor that these guys put in there.
3: Yeah, Ron DeSantis has secret codes to blow the bridges up in Florida.
5: ...to make sure the bridge isn't going to crumble, right? But it can actually be used as an explosive. And they would even steer the roads to make sure they go through these chasms. And on the secret level, they were told, we got to do it this way so that if we get a land invasion, that we can stop the tanks from rolling into the middle of America. So there's literally no way to get off the coast and go inland except over these bridges that they could blow. Okay? But what they didn't tell you is that they intended to blow all the bridges and bring America to its knees. Just wait for create it. Mass starvation, mass chaos... That's part of the plan. And the cabal's plan also included that the military goes around.
3: Take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. Just wait for it.
5: Under the guise of national security, and they literally go around and they siphon out the gas from everybody's cars. in these big tankers.
3: So that didn't happen. My car has got a full tank gas right now in the garage. Nobody siphoned the gas out of my car. All right. Nobody siphoned the gas. Nobody came to my neighbors and siphoned the gas out of their car. So another failed prediction. The cabal didn't do this. But here's the thing. This is what a con artist does. And I'm in the minds of these guys, and I'm sure you are too, those of you who pay attention to this. So you realize, well, what a con artist will do is say, well, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it won't happen. Here's another thing a con artist will do. They'll say, well, The things that I said did happen, they just didn't happen exactly like I said because by exposing them, the cabal had to change their plans. Or they'll say, the things I said didn't come true, not because I'm a false prophet, but because I said them publicly, the cabal said, oh no, we can't do that because somebody exposed our plan. And they go back into the bunker, into Iron Mountain, with their suits on, and they start looking around the table again, and they're, st- they're, st- they're talking to each other. They start talking to each other, and they say, well, Gary, the plan to siphon the gas out of everybody's car didn't work. What do you got for us this time? I mean, I can't believe anybody listens to these pieces of garbage, <laughs> I can't believe anybody listens to these hacks. How can you... Li- One, it's not even like a failed prediction. It's so outlandish that when you when you are saying these words, you should realize, I got to play this off as a joke because this is insane. N- n- nobody in their right mind would believe this because it's not true. It doesn't even make any sense. You know how long it takes to siphon gas from a car? All the cars? Have you ever been to a sporting event? Have you ever been to a Walmart parking lot? Have you been to a a parking lot of of, of any moderate-sized store? You can't even find your own car. You think the cabal is going to go around like Santa Claus at night, siphoning the gas out of everybody's car, and you wake up? And guess what? No gas in the tank. Is that what's going to happen? You wake up. Look, presents under the tree. Look, Santa Claus took all the gas out of your car. I guess the cabal is using Santa Claus technology. Here's, Here's my explanation. The cabal is using Santa Claus technology. And rather than a sleigh, they've got tanker trucks. And the tanker trucks, they're going to fly them around magically. The blue avians are going to be flying this tanker truck. And they're going to fly them around every house, every business, every parking lot. And they're going to magically siphon all the gas out of your car. And you wake up in the morning and you ain't got no gas. And then you think, I got a tank of gas in the garage. Cabal missed it. So you open up the tank real quick. And you pour that gas in, you start your car, got a couple gallons to get you out of the city, and nobody else is on the road because everybody else's car had the gas siphoned. And you drive out your driveway and down the road, and you can't go anywhere because they also blew the bridges. And see, that can be explained away as, well, with Travel restrictions and quarantines and people being afraid to talk to others and travel. That's how the cabal has gotten us to stop traveling. And because of that and climate, we have uh, an excuse to get rid of cars that use gas. So that's really what the cabal meant. So I can defend it too. It's not very hard to defend it, it's comical to defend it, but that's what he says. You know? He also says things like this.
5: And it is absolutely loaded with pentagrams and images he, of the he's devil. He's analyzing and the, the pentagrams. All-seeing eye. Uh, just everywhere. Uh, an astonishing yeah. amount yeah. of this weird yeah. symbolism, upside-down crosses, upside, you know, the, And here's the
3: good thing about it.
5: In real time is I can watch movies and in real time see the cabal symbolism that people normally would only get subconsciously.
3: He can see the cabal symbolism. So here's my question. David Wilcock makes so many predictions, none of them come true. All right? Shaquille O'Neal shot a higher percentage from the free throw line. Dwight Howard shot a better percentage from the free throw line. That Dave Wilcock shoots from the prediction line. And I think the only person who makes predictions that are more outlandish than David Wilcock is Corey Good. Listen to this. This is from a Corey Good post. I do not want to, maybe I should do a robot voice. I do not want to overly alarm anyone or cause unnecessary anxiety during this time. I do feel that I need to bring what I heard recently to all of you to process. I have received a few new briefings that were, to be honest, pretty alarming. He's got more briefings, folks. The information I heard was classified as potential and probable. What kind of classification system classifies something as P and P? I mean, you have secret, top secret, ultra secret, above top secret. What is, you know, potential and probable? You've got classified. What is potential and probable? How can something be so alarming, but it's just potential and probable? According to Corey Goode, predictions that didn't come true, beginning this Friday, it could become obvious that we are headed towards some level of martial law. If this turns out to be the alliance over preparing and these things do not occur, I will be happy to say I was wrong. You never say you're wrong. You just say because you said it, it didn't happen, and that means that you're right. So, no matter which way you cut it, Cory Good's right again. Cory Good's always right. I was told that I should gently warn people. Gently warn people. You said, I don't want to alarm anybody. I don't want to cause anxiety. We've got potential and probable things that the briefings are telling us. I don't want to alarm anybody, but I want to gently warn you that you should stock up on food and water and supplies. You should always do that, folks. Always, always grab an extra can of beans. Always have a water filter. Always grab... A bottle of water. And I don't even promote like I should here on this show. We've got an affiliate program with Pro One water filters. Go to our website, thesecretteachings.info, click on the Pro One link and get yourself a Pro One water filter. It's the same water filter I have. It's an affiliate program. We don't get paid to say it. When you click that link, you buy something. We get a percentage of that. It's a profit share. That's how it works. And people have been doing a lot of water filter buying. We've made like a hundred bucks a month for the last few months. All right. You should have a water filter. This isn't new information. No matter what happens in the world, hurricane, chemical attack, nuclear attack, you're going to need water. So it's not really an emergency thing to be like, I need to tell you this, but don't be alarmed. You need to buy water because this is a potential, probable, possible, maybe might happen, could be, I don't know, but it's an alliance briefing and I need to tell you. He was also told, he says, we should prepare for either an EMP or cyber attack on our power grid. And infrastructure in addition to various false flag operations. Just false flag operations. And people don't even know what a false flag operation is. Cyber attack on the power grid. And he'll say, Well, that see, that was that was that whole thing that happened with the colonial pipeline. I predicted that. No, you didn't. Citizens are encouraged to also be prepared for phones and the internet to be down for a short period of time. That didn't happen. To maintain communication, everyone is encouraged to obtain walkie-talkies, CB radios, emergency radios, and frequency scanners, ham radios, for those who are licensed. It may also be wise to stock up on batteries and obtain small device solar chargers. Yeah, Corey, you should always do this. I'm sure you've got a stockpile with all that blue chicken money. I do not want to overly alarm anyone, but in this case, when it comes to these items, it is better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. Well, wonderful words of wisdom from Corey good. I will keep everyone updated as information comes in, and I'm hoping those warning, these warnings were just given out as an abundance of caution. Thank you, Corey Good. The thing I have a problem with, other than the potential probable classification of these warnings, is that the guy says, that he should gently warn people, but if this turns out to be the alliance over-preparing and these things do not occur, I will be happy to say I was wrong. So basically what you're saying is, if they happen, you're right, which they won't because you made them up. And if they don't happen, you're still right because that means the alliance was over-preparing for something that you're still predicting, although it didn't happen, but you're still right. That's what you're telling me. You're telling me you're right no matter what. I mean, that level of conceit and arrogance and the willingness to just defraud people intellectually, morally, spiritually, socially, culturally, and financially renders Corey Good in my book, a five-star piece of shit. And I'm giving Wilcock four and a half stars because I don't think he's smart enough to know what he's doing half the time. He's a big-brain moron, okay? And his wife now is leaving him, and I'm wondering, is that, is that really happening And I'm not attacking the guy because his wife's leaving him. I'm wondering, like, is that happening because David Wilcock is, you know, a Wilcock to her? Because I've seen what he does to this woman in videos, public videos, live streams. Or is it because, you know, they're going to work the scam through a new angle, the divorce angle. So now they're going to collect two streams of profit. Or is it a combination of both? Or like... I don't know. I'm wondering what what is it, or maybe it's just an honest divorce. Maybe she d- divorced. Maybe she realized, hey, this guy's this guy's not a good
1: guy. You
3: know, he's not a good guy. I mean, something that it's it's pretty pretty obvious to realize Dave Wilcox is not really a good guy. You know, especially when he 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 he, he makes all these horrible uh, Freudian slips in his videos and. See, the thing about Corey Good is that Corey Good can't really do that because Corey Good doesn't really show his face. Corey Good hides behind a, a, a silhouette and a video. He hides behind a comic book filter. He hides behind the internet. He hides behind his profile. He hides behind the mountain of cult trolls, not cult like trolls, cult trolls, lemmings that just follow everything that he says. They follow everything that this guy says, everything that this guy does. And they just they, they gobble it up. They suck it up. Everything that the guy says, everything that comes out of his mouth. And if you try to question it, well, you're a bad person. You're not a good person. You're part of the, the, the opposition to the Sphere Bean Alliance. You want to be on Corey's good side, don't you? I mean, it's a freaking cult. And the fact that they have to tell you at the SphereBeanAlliance.com that this isn't a cult and Corey Good is not a guru should tell you all that you need to know. Maybe David Wilcox's wife is leaving him because he's made comments like this at conferences for years. So she's had the benefit now of getting to hear me talk, whether she wants it or not, for two years. Oh. (laughs) That's a cut directly from one of his audio streams.
5: So she's had the benefit now of getting to hear me talk, whether she wants it or not, for two years.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I always loved that one. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. She's had the benefit of hearing me talk for two years. See, Wilcock is dumb with the way that he presents stuff. When it comes to Corey Good and people like Billy Carson, these guys know how to run a good scam. And let's talk about Billy Carson for a moment. Billy Carson, his forbiddenknowledge.com or his TV website you know, Rolls-Royce ghost giveaway. He's giving away this Rolls-Royce. Don't forget, I am still raffling
0: off my previously owned Rolls-Royce ghost. That's right,
3: a Rolls-Royce ghost. See, I'm not saying Billy Carson stole the Rolls-Royce, and I'm certainly not saying he stole it because he's black. I'm just simply saying that Billy Carson, when I look at a guy who's been convicted of fraud and things like that, and his girlfriend who runs his foundation or his group or whatever is corporation is whatever it is that he owns his girlfriend has also been convicted of multiple counts of fraud and money laundering so if i'm going to invest with somebody i'm definitely going to invest with frauds and felons but if if you just said the previously owned rolls royce you know that sounds like to me it was owned by somebody else and i stole it <laughs> you know maybe he owns the car he probably owns the car if if he owns the car here's my here's my big concern he's been auctioning this car off since summertime 2021 since when does a raffle you know an average raffle which is like an evening or maybe a weekend since when does a raffle go on for for 6 months plus it's been july august september october november december it's been 7 months that this raffle has been ongoing in fact 7 months and like a week because it started in june 7 months and a week and it's supposed to end next month but I didn't see the original version of this this website post or the, this raffle. Apparently, they extended the raffle because you got to make more money, of course. And uh, Michael in the chat said, isn't it also illegal to run a raffle like that in most states without a 501c3? Yes, it is, Michael. Not only is it illegal to do that, you'd think, well, maybe Corey Good, he's in good legal standing. Nope, he had his revoked. For the same reason that Dave Wilcock is going to have to have his revoked pretty soon because they're ripping people off and they're refusing to tell people where the money goes and they're lying, not that I like the IRS, but they're lying to the IRS. They're lying to the consumer. They're defrauding people. They're scamming people. They're ripping people off. They're guilty of so many crimes. It would take a team of lawyers years, more than 10 hours a day work, and I can guarantee you that, to go through all the different things that these people are involved in. Billy Carson, you ever seen Billy Carson? Look up Billy Carson. Billy Carson looks like I mean a number of things. Billy Carson looks like a failed rapper who became a car salesman. Billy Carson looks like he he took a trip to the men's warehouse and then went down to Sedona and got himself a crystal. Billy Carson looks like a guy who is scamming me. Okay, Billy Carson looks like his picture might pop up on some kind of like Nigerian prince scam. Billy Carson is just, this guy looks like a piece of trash. And I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if Billy, is Billy Carson, this is just speculation. Is Billy Carson, is Billy Carson such a piece of trash that him or his followers would use his race as an excuse to defend his felonies and his ongoing felonies? I, I, I can just hear that. You don't like Billy Carson because he's black. You think Billy Carson stole that Rolls Royce because he's black. No, I didn't say he stole the Rolls Royce. I just said if he said it was previously owned, that doesn't mean he owned it. Doesn't mean someone else owned it and he bought it from him. But if you're collecting $50 a ticket for over a year, even if, even if one person a day buys a ticket to that raffle, one person a day, that's, let's, let's just average that out. Okay, 30 days on average a month times... Let's say you you get the fifty bucks, you know, a day. So thirty times seven. It was seven months so far. That's two hundred and ten days. Two hundred ten days times fifty bucks. That's that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Ten thousand five hundred dollars. But I guarantee you they made more than one single ticket sale per day. I'm sure, they made a lot of money, and these cars used go for about a quarter million. So that's probably how he's going to pay for the Rolls Royce. See, when I look at the video of the Rolls Royce with this, uh, this bad rap music playing in the background, let me go back to it. I have an option here. I can invest in Billy or I can go to the Rolls Royce ghost giveaway. Here it is. It looks like he's getting out of the car on an episode of MTV Cribs. But yeah, this forbidden knowledge is where the magic happens, right? Emerald tablets of Thoth the Great. Thoth the Trice Great Thoth emerald tablets
0: if you win the vehicle no matter where you are in the world you can take it and sell it immediately for cash why don't money. you just sell it and use the money for whatever you want
3: why don't you just sell it and use the money to help or the starving kids keep
0: the car if you so choose it's up to you however you have to go to forbidden and register to win today.
3: buy those tickets today this is his music and there's just pictures of him with the car I mean, these are like pictures that you'd see on a a Craigslist or a Facebook ad where you know that you're getting scammed. You know that that guy's ripping you off. You know that's a hot car. You know they just jack that car. And there's pictures of it in the lot. I mean, why would you take a Rolls Royce that you owned back to a dealer to take pictures of it for your raffle? Is that to give it credit? you know credence is it to give us kind of kind of like this this background of 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 support that it's real why wouldn't you just take a take a video of it you know in your driveway or something like a video of you walking out of the house here's my car you know maybe i don't know show us the the ownership the certificate for it. it says billy carson on it you know instead they just got pictures of the car at a dealership pictures of him getting out of the car at a dealership. Like I can go down to a, to a Porsche dealer tomorrow. I can go down to like a Range Rover dealer tomorrow and I can just get, get pictures of me in cars and then tell you I'm, I'm, I'm auctioning off this car. That's a good scam. Uh, I don't know how much money I could make, but let me just go down to like, there's like a Toyota down the road. There's a Kia. Let me get like a $20,000 like used Camry. All right. And I'll auction it off. And it's like, I don't know, probably $15,000, $20,000. I don't know. It depends on the year probably. Let's say $15,000. And I'll just run a raffle for at at least seven months at 50 bucks a day. If I sell one ticket a day, that's over $10,000. And about seven months to a year, I'll have enough money to pay for the car I didn't own. And then I'll just go buy it with the money, you know, and give it away if I didn't have it, if I want to be honest, or I can just, you know, pocket the money and claim I gave the car away, and never gave the car away because I didn't own the car, or if I own the car, just not give it away, and then I can ride off in my Toyota Camry, or in my case, Billy Carson, he's got a ride in style. I can, roll, I can ride, ride off in my rolls, I can roll off in my Rolls Royce Ghost with tens of thousands of dollars in my pocket, and uh, I can do that in a state that you know, in order to have a raffle, I have to have a five hundred one c three, which I don't, so that that should be reported to the state of Florida, and then his invest in in Billy page, invest in Billy. Do you want to join Billy Carson, folks? Do you want to join Billy Carson? He's got an investment opportunity for you. Do you want to be an owner in a successful business that is already profitable and is aggressively growing in a huge market with few competitors? Then invest in Forbidden Knowledge TV and join the movement. Doesn't that just sound like the cheesiest, standard, scripted sales pitch What a, just on the surface, what a scam. What a con. Look at this guy. You ever seen, look at Billy Carson. This guy is a con artist just all over his face. I don't know how anybody supports this guy. I I, I just, I can't believe that these people exist, you know? And I can't believe that there are people who will literally pay these people money. And then they, I love the website shop. Like If I go to SphereBeanAlliance.com, I can get the Sphere Bean Alliance tote bags. Uh, I can get the Sphere Bean Alliance, uh, what else they got? Mouse pads, aprons. So You can go in the kitchen like Jay-Z Knight, Dave Wilcock, Jordan Sather, and Jimmy, not Jimmy. What was his name? James Gillen. And I can contact aliens, you know, <clears throat> archangels, Ramtha in the kitchen. Here on Billy Carson's website, I can buy a pair of the sunglasses for $40. I can buy a red light therapy device for 300, only $349, folks. I can buy a Forbidden Crown handcrafted metal hat. It's a hat with a metal piece on it. It's basically the eye of Horace, but he's taken the eye of Horace and he's turned it into a trademark Forbidden Crown and he's charging you $149. That's a, that's a very expensive hat. But hey, if you use the promo code FORBIDDEN, that's four with the number forbidden, B-I-D-D-E-N, you get 20% off. What's 20% off of 150? What are you going to get off of that? Like 20, 30 bucks? All right. So it's 120 bucks for a hat. Making some good money there. You got You got a good deal on that. And then what else we got here? We got a sanitizer box for your phone. Listen, I'm not proud of this, but last time I was at Walmart was right before I moved to Arizona and they had sanitizer boxes there at the checkout line for like nine ninety nine so if, if I want a sanitizer box I'm just gonna go to Walmart and buy it for nine ninety nine I think what he probably did was he saw that, which is a big item now and he just bought a bunch of them and now he's selling them for two and a half times the cost and then uh, what else we got oh we got Horace bracelets we got Oregon Pyramids with the flower of life in them, 2895, 2895, 2895. Here's the compendium of the Emerald Tablets, $29.95. And this guy's like this guy's like Jay-Z. He's got his own shoes. It's called the ET Combo Emeralds Tablet Book and Custom Shoe. Look at that. You get some Emerald shoes. Just like that. And then, oh, they have silver water for $48. Let me do you a favor. If you're looking to ingest silver, go down to your health food store. You can get 15 ppm of silver water for a lot cheaper than what Billy Carson selling it for on his website. Put it that way. What else we got? We, oh, we have acupuncture massage pens. That looks interesting. Uh, alchemical elixir of the Anunnaki. Holy shit. It's only $69.95 for an 8-ounce bottle. Oh, here is another 8-ounce bottle. This is 84. This is the alchemical elixir of the and Naki. It's a Starfire star Gold and a Collodial Silver 8-ounce. Oh, and you get a month of Forbidden Knowledge TV for $84.95. Now that is a deal, folks. You want a deal. I just gave it to you. Billy Carson, ForbiddenKnowledge.com. What else has he got here? Let's see what else he's got. That's his uh, girlfriend uh, sporting a Forbidden Knowledge t-shirt. And, uh, oh, I love, I love these. I love the, uh, the EMF protection baseball caps. These baseball caps protect you from the electromagnetic frequencies or the stickers. Now, granted, I'm not a fan of electromagnetic frequencies in the sense that I don't want to stand under a cell phone tower. I don't like talking with my head up against... A phone. I don't like putting a computer on my lap. I try to avoid these things at all costs. But I don't think I'm going to be protected by a twenty-dollar sticker, or I'm sorry, a nineteen ninety-five sticker from ForbiddenKnowledge.com, or an EMF protection hat that costs fifty dollars. They must have put two stickers on that. Ten bucks for the hat, ten dollars uh, for for the cap itself, and then twenty bucks each for the stickers. I can't get over this this whatever this is, liquid, liquid orms. What's liquid orms? What is that? Made from artisan mineral water, dead sea salt. Is that literally all that it is? Oh my God. You, oh my God. You, you people, you, these people, this has to end. Look at what this guy is selling. It is vulcanized artisan mineral water. It's just water. And, and it says uh, mineral gold, so apparently it has gold in it, and then sea salt and salt powders, and it's sixty nine ninety five, sixty nine ninety five, for an eight ounce bottle, sixty nine ninety five. It ain't like there's a giant golden ring inside of it. It's supposed to be tiny little fragments of gold. They probably took like a cheese grater and took some fool's gold and just shaved it over a bottle of water. And then he put a big label on it that said "Forbidden Knowledge," and uh, you sixty nine ninety five. Why not? Sixty nine ninety five. Get that for your girlfriend. She says you never buy me anything. Say I, I buy you. I buy you gold all the time, honey. It's from the halls of a More of that appropriation of uh, ancient knowledge and wisdom, and all those wonderful things that we're so romanticizing of in the in the present. And just take them and sell them. Make make money off of it. And there's no there's no consequence for it apparently. And here it is, woke doesn't mean broke, Billy Carson's book, forty-seven ninety-five. Forty-seven ninety-five for the for the woke book. And it's a it's a self-help book. It shows you how to how to make money like Billy Carson. I'm sure they got a chapter in there on how to run raffle scams. They got a chapter in there on how to look really, really suave and fancy, even though you're not really suave and fancy, or you are because you're really good at conning people, and you know how to control your image and people's perception of you. And then I can just go and invest in Billy Carson. Look at this. This guy he looks like he's on MTV cribs. He looks like a failed rapper. He looks like he's working for some like, like rap hip-hop company. But he's 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 the disciple of Thoth and the Anunnaki, and he's giving you all this secret information. Like I can just slap, you know, that label onto anything, like Anunnaki condoms. You know, Anunnaki condoms. You know, the the, the, the Anki condoms though, because Anki didn't like humans, so it'll prevent you from procreating, make Anki very happy. Uh what else could we slap that label on? Anunnaki bagels. You know, there's a hole in them, just like Zachariah Sitchin's stories. We could slap that label on anything, you know, Anunnaki, this Anunnaki, that forbidden knowledge, this forbidden knowledge, that like, yeah, I've got some secret teachings, t-shirts. We don't really sell any. I don't even promote them. You probably didn't even know we had secret teachings, t-shirts. I don't promote them. I barely mentioned the water filters. I mentioned the books. I mentioned the subscriptions. That's the only way we stay on air. I made 15 grand last year from selling books and subscriptions. That's it. That's it. $15,000. Got the PayPal receipts and records to show. That's the only place I make money. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just telling you, I do this five nights a week and one day on Saturday mornings. And we can rip these con artists apart and show that what they're doing is, is a con. It's a scam. It's defrauding people. It's in a lot of cases what they're doing is completely illegal. They're lying to the IRS. In the case of Wilcock, they're operating uh, uh, raffles without a 501c3 in places like Florida, which I'm pretty sure is illegal. Uh, They're selling stickers that block EMF. I mean, uh, I'm surprised he doesn't just have 99-cent stickers from the dollar store. You can pick what you want, flowers, unicorns, dinosaurs. Don't worry. They all protect against EMF. We're just going to put fool's gold in a bottle and sell it for $69, and you can just drink it as eight ounces and then 50 bucks for the raffle, you know? I just don't understand how people can support these guys. Except I do know that people are naive. I know that people want to believe. I know that people are being ripped off. They're being scammed. They're being conned. And it's like Manly Hall said. You know, you get around some of these people, and you start to feel uh, that the jitters you have are some degree of spiritual vibration from these spiritual gurus. It's not people that claim that if they're you know you're in this order, you're going to get all the secret information.s It's delusional. It's 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 all the art of the con from Wilcock to good to all the others. And I hope that you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast from ufology to medicine. There's so many different charlatans, con artists, lemmings, etc., uh, who are so absorbed in the echo chamber of their own fantasies that, that reality just fades into nothing into absolute nothingness. I mean, their justification for all this disassociation from reality is love, light, And other words that sound really good, really warming. And uh, that's part of the con. Love, light, this isn't a scam, this isn't a con, this isn't a cult, I'm not a guru. All those things are things that a con artist would tell you. All those things are things that a scammer would tell you. Especially when you know all about their scam. When you figure it out by listening to shows like this. I hope that you enjoyed tonight's broadcast. A special third hour of The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, and thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe to our archive at thesecretteachings.info for the ad-free broadcast. Otherwise, check out the free show with all the advertisements in it on the website or anywhere you can find podcasts. The show is on Apple, Spotify, Google, Podcast Attic, Deezer, Gio Savant, anywhere you can find them. And here's the deal. If you haven't been able to find the show, restart your app, or search the show again we switched the RSS feed over there was an error so it shouldn't have messed things up but it did for a lot of people so if you haven't seen the show updated we are updated it is January 11th 12th tonight it's 3am where I am mountain time I should have been done an hour ago but we went an extra hour because there was too much to cover so thank you for staying with us and thank you for supporting The Secret Teachings I don't need to say anything else just www.thesecretteachings.info check us out support us And what we do, stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. The music tonight, White Bad Audio. That's White Bad Audio. Big thanks to Stephen Cambion. And a big thanks to The Fringe FM for letting us do what we do five nights a week, broadcasting around the world. Lie lie lie, 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 Now there ain't no way that you can kill the con dead. I got new age women and ufology bread, making crystals, gold, money like a pot full of honey. So many scams, laughing in your face. I think it's funny.